0: Back to Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 43. Tonight, we're talking about Star Wars Fallen Order. And I think we all played on Xbox One, right? Or, Armando, did you play it on PS4?
1: I played some of it. I'm going to be completely honest. I played at least half of it on PS5. And okay. then the rest of the half, I have to go off of memory because I ran out of time with all kinds of shit going on. Your on. own movie,
0: on your own game, ran out of time. Okay, no, dude, it's Get been down.
1: it's been hectic, dude. I know. I,
0: <laughs> hey, we're all old dudes, and then well, the by hectic he again.
2: means division had a new fucking. No, <laughs> I, no I, I haven't
1: even I haven't even played that to be honest with you. I have, the last and I'll I'll talk about it in uh, what we've been playing, but just a little bit of Ninja Turtles. But uh, getting ready for stuff upcoming here, my career, hopefully That's- prepping for that. So.
0: Get it done, son. I got two shout outs to two new countries that we noticed that you've listened to us. So we appreciate it. And that goes out to Sweden and Tanzania. Sweden. The boys and girls over there listening. Thank you very much. And uh, keep it going. Hopefully we have a good episode for you tonight. And of course, we got United Kingdom, Canada, United States. Uh, we got Australia, we got Germany, we got Brazil, we got all everybody. We got Ukraine. Shout out to Ukrainians. Special day for them, obviously, with their problems going on. But everyone listens. Thank you very much. Spread the word. Appreciate you guys. And hopefully, we uh, help you laugh at our stupid antics because we're talking about the boys. Hero Gas will be one. Yeah, okay. I can't. And then I fall
1: can't fall in win. order eventually. <laughs> yeah, at some point, we'll get to fall in order. Uh, question I, I, I was writing this down today because I, I opened the door to walk out the house this morning for work. And uh, I noticed there was a bunch of dead bugs in my doorway. And granted, um, I'll have to send you guys a picture in the chat. Um, but basically, my doorway, with the way that the face, the way it faces the sun, or the sun hits it, is like an oven. So a lot of bugs go there to fucking die. But have you guys ever heard of peanut bugs or are familiar with peanut bugs? No, never. Mm-mm. What do they look God like? Goddamn, peanuts! Literally like fucking peanuts you'd get in a trail mix with just fucking legs, and they like fly gym around. Dogs? They're like the miniature fucking velociraptor version of fucking June bugs. And if you have familiarity with June bugs, they're fucking annoying. They somehow find a way to always bump into you and attach to you. Anyways, long story short, I've been running into these fuckers. I've had five of them in the house and I hate these things. They run, run fly around, buzz around, and these fucking useless cat, cats that my kids have have done absolutely nothing. Isn't that what the tarantulas are supposed to catch? Like, where the fuck are fuck they? Fucking egg! I don't got no tarantulas here, seriously. Dude. <laughs> no,
2: California. I thought you guys were full. Uh,
1: no, dude. I don't live in an area with tarantulas. Thank My God, because
2: I fucking hate spiders, dude. But... Yeah, Todd probably does. At this point in Texas,
0: uh, scorpion, tarantulas? scorpions, not. Oh tarantulas. no, yeah. scorpions. Yeah, I haven't seen any personally, think, thankfully, but scorpions are supposed to be common in this area.
1: How rural? How rural is it where you live? Do you have a lot of? You have a lot of land, I think,
0: right? No, we ended up buying a house in a HOA, so oh, okay. it's
1: not, yeah, if, if
0: we were living out in the boonies, I'm sure there'd be a lot more. But so no, no more we, voyeurism. You can, no. can still do voyeurism. Yeah. Okay,
1: so you can still leave the window open so I can watch.
0: Yeah, I can prop the ladder up and you can just. Yes. actually my Master's on the first floor, so you can just like sneak up. Oh, is Get, it? A, get a lawn chair. Oh shit!
1: Well, yeah. hey Steven, in November I think we should fly somewhere
2: else instead yeah right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. all right and Todd yeah. I, I, I what want to have uh, you guys been up to man well, I want to ask Todd about his uh experience meeting oh yeah well, at, at the con so
0: oh yeah so uh Dan Dallas Fan Expo I met all four of the Hobbits and Lord of the Rings which was amazing all four of them were super nice um uh sean astin probably was the nicest he but not like any of them were not nice but sean astin made an effort to talk to my daughter about stranger things um because i told her hey she started watching it and she was on season two and bob and uh, uh-huh. he started talking about how he's reading the script and how the direction they gave him for that scene and everything and how he's really bummed out so that was really cool um frodo you know i brought up uh, elijah Wood brought up some horror movies because he's a massive horror fan so brought that up with him and he instantly lit up because you can tell like everything is about Lord of the Rings for him with conventions especially everyone like you know every third person was a hobbit in line or some kind of fantasy character so he's like oh because I call him a bullshit artist from Greasy Strangler oh shit um were you dressed up as a hobbit no nah, I was dressed up as Todd and uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty close yeah Billy Boyd super nice and um Dominic Monaghan which I was mispronounced his name maybe that's the right pronunciation I don't know he was super no, cool Mr. Frodo, I will go with you tomorrow. <laughs> what the hell? That sounds like one of the characters know. from fucking Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> the kid that dies in the Chocolate Lake. Oh, uh, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> uh, Samwise so Gamgee. I made a promise, right? photo. Yeah, Samwise. Which is his garner in the book. But anyway. Um, and then I met Troy Baker, voice of Last of Us. Joel. Uh, a bunch of Joel, yeah. And... Uh, you know, I was talking to him. I actually spent a lot of time talking to him. This is like the longest conversation I've had with a celebrity in a long time. And we were talking about Last of Us 2. And uh, he ended up changing my perspective on the game. Um, oh, for, for a positive. Look. And uh, don't spoil
2: Steve still hasn't played.
0: Well, he knows the twist. No, he and
2: doesn't. I do. I early do. Yeah, he does. He's with naughty. Joel, with, Joel,
0: <laughs> with Joel, right? Okay. All right, spoiler Last of Us 2 has been out for like three years. So.
1: I still finished
0: long it. story short joel the hero from the first game dies very very early, early in the on. game and we don't even get to play as much as bullshit but uh and that pissed me off and uh, shut up mondo dude that uh, pissed me anything. off you shaking your head <laughs> that pissed me off and a lot of other gamers out there who love joel and thought he went out kind of cheapishly to abby who is not a good character shut up mondo, you're shaking your head you haven't finished the game yet Check your mouth um and he was explaining to me like he understood and that he, you know, himself cried. Who knows if this is true because he's, you know, a celebrity, you know, somebody. Actor. <laughs> but he was, he was, in, yeah, he was in tears about it and saying that, you know, like he understands people's frustrations, but that we're frustrated by Joe's death. That means that- Yeah, uh, that impact. Drunkman, whatever his name is, succeeded because we were so pissed off about it. Now, I do agree with that with that point like okay like that doesn't make sense like we were so affected by we love that character so much and for him to go out like that for us to negatively rack to the game or the story point is fair obviously all the shit you know threatening the actors for abby uh, is really stupid and so threaten actors um and i don't agree with the whole arc with abby and ellie um at the end but it kind of made it a new perspective like okay that makes sense for me to be mad because that was the intention of it and i i, I get it So Troy Baker was really nice. He's super tall. I didn't know he was that tall and uh, very accommodating. So it was cool getting a little Joel poster signed. Did he give
1: you any uh, tidbits of anything he has upcoming?
0: He did. I asked him about the the TV show and he was telling me about his part. Uh, So basically him and um, what's her name? I forget. Both have separate episodes Um, and that hers is yeah actually something hers is going to be the better one. You know, he might be pumping her up because it's co-star, but he said they both have separate episodes and they're both involved with it and we're gonna like it so cool it's, it's kind of weird to tie
1: him to that voice right of joel like if he, he doesn't if sound
0: he, like joel at all yeah
1: no no you and then you see like um i mean because you see the character of joel in last of us mm. um, and then the last of us too briefly but then you <laughs> tie that like deep manly voice not to say that he's not that but he's just like a tall slender dude and it's oh, kind of yeah, weird how he a, can an, change his voice. Yeah, he's a tall,
0: slurdy, ne- nerdy dude. And Joel's he's, completely he's out. He's a here. handsome bastard, too. Yeah, he's good looking good. And, um, yeah, that was very cool. So, Last of Us 2, do I still think – do I still like the direction women? in? No, but I do understand. I think Joel's
1: eventually style. when we get to it, maybe it might change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, if you did a replay. Only because uh, I agree with what he says, you know, that Druckmann – did, i mean because i played up to that part i know that happened and, and it was fucking brutal it was crazy and i get what you're saying you know because you but you got to think you spent the whole first game playing as him learning who he was it, attaching yourself to that character narratively and where the story goes with abby and um fuck, what's her name ellie ellie yeah ellie and abby they're still, I mean, we're affected the way Ellie is, and then you're seeing a different perspective from Abby.
0: So I Yeah, I but know. I think it was kind of not reading the room correctly where you kill, you know, a lot of people's favorite character ever in video games. Like he's one of my sure. kill off a no, main I know character that, but then I mean. you, you put yourself then you have to play as that character that you absolutely cannot stand because you just killed your yeah. dad. You know what, what if I mean?
1: what if what if they changed it? towards further into the game, maybe. I think, like-
0: I think don't ever play as Abby. And no, <laughs> no, no. Like you need to play the game before like you have your final say in it because there's a arc towards the end of the game that humanizes her and makes her character more sympathetic. And I think if we played her at that point, instead of her going after another character that you love, Ellie, the whole time, and like beating a pregnant woman half to death and stuff like that like i cannot root for that character regardless and of that's Joel. our
1: review of last of us Two. thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate you guys <laughs>
0: and i Troy think I'll wait to play for it on again on ps5 once i buy hey, it. i'm excited think, about the show yeah i think i'm gonna buy a ps5 with the uh, last of us remake i think that's my buying point oh shit that remake looks amazing yeah that's really cool um uh, yeah hey, i got to qu-
2: cool
1: Another thing that came up that I want to touch on real quick um, here in our intro, something that I read last night that kind of, I don't know, I don't know what to think and I don't want I know it's maybe a hot topic to talk about, but I'm coming from a place of ignorance just trying to understand. Um, But I saw that some people consider teabagging in video games sexual assault. Or we're talking about it being sexual assault, and ah, I so- thought at first, I thought at first it was like a like a joke, you know, like just crazy. But, <laughs> but I'm serious. They,
2: do those same people consider it murder then?
1: That's what sure. that's what the counter argument is. But there was a lot of like, you know, I I consider it sexual assault. I was sexually assaulted playing Give the game. Fucking
0: break. No, no I just
1: I, like I said, I'm coming from a place of ignorance. I'm just trying to understand. What, what do you say, like,
0: Wanda? I think it's a little excessive. I think it's super excessive
1: it's it's a video game it's fantasy a, i it's think that fantasy, like, it's well there's a lot of worse things there's a lot of worse motherfuckers on on video game ragers there, okay race people saying
0: is- that have never played xbox live in like 2005 and like listen yeah. to people say they're gonna rage like you over and over peak again rage and craziness yes. yeah teabagging and swirling and all that shit has been around since wait FPS what's swirling? we teabag them and swirl in a circle oh <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't play uh, FPS,
1: and that's where you see it the
0: most. So. No, that's what. It's a mechanic. It's, it's one it's of the only mechanics you can do is kneel down on someone's corpse.
2: If, the you record, go the, if
0: there was a button that made you pat their head when they're dead, I'd do that too. But it's it's you guys are these people are stretching it. For the for the record, I would totally teabag you in person, Todd. Oh, I know that's right. a given, but it's not
1: sexual assault because I like it. and see would teabag us both. For the record, I know it. <laughs> At the same time all right let's get into some uh pretty brief news because there's a lot of other things that i uh, wanted to bring up and talk about um so real quickly ubisoft just announced it announced it <laughs> announced uh that they're You're gonna be years to- old
0: announced it daddy <laughs> i have I know. A, a cookie daddy i
1: did announced it it it, it. Um, they're going to have a presence at Gamescom uh, August 24th through 28th. Uh, Additionally, in September, they're going to be announcing the future of Assassin's Creed and where they're going with it. But more importantly, at Gamescom, a lot of shit is supposed to be dropping. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who you know of Stranger Things fame, maybe not so much Godzilla, the sequel, um, but she's in talks for an upcoming Star Wars role. So I wonder if it's going to be that uh, Salvage Crew skeleton crew one they just announced on disney plus about kids teenage Leia.
2: hey
1: that would work too man it she's work, pretty actually. on on point with her that'd be that'd be awesome um and she's already, she's already
2: like 20 something though so i mean it, if it's the kid's one is she's she 20 past, something yeah yeah she, she she or is. 20, like i mean yeah. all those kids are dude
0: wow i, I still picture them as being like 13 years old and, uh,
1: you feel like a fucking parent, why? Right, watching them grow up over the last you course know of two seasons.
0: Come to think of it, that was very weird in Game of Thrones when uh, what's uh, what's her face, Arya Karina Stark? Naked. Yeah, yeah. like whoa, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I think she would be a great addition to that universe. She's a pretty good actress. She's got a big name, and she'll bring a lot of uh, definitely a lot of people to that Star Wars universe. Um, and last but not least, as far as news goes. Jon Snow is returning. Game of Thrones sequel spinoff. I'm excited about anything Game of Thrones I'm excited about. But to get something in the sequel after the fact of what we saw, I wonder if this would be something that will cure your guys' rage of uh, the season, the series finale. What do you guys think about that?
2: I mean, I'm curious what the story would be and how many of the characters return to this. Uh, is he just staying north of the wall like throughout the whole series is he going back to king's landing and we get like he an actual to, right? sequel does he then that's the thing i don't know like I, I don't know how many of the actors would be committed to come back full time and if they do go into like like everything if they go back you know through the wall it just becomes game of thrones so why not just fucking call it game of thrones you know like it. just yeah. i don't know i, I don't know I, what angle they're doing with it if you're going to give me more torment i won't ever be sad
1: i Tormund just want a buddy
2: mess. cop movie with him and yeah, it's like yeah. every week they have to deal with a new like threat do you know how i got to my name
1: right <laughs> <laughs> i'm torment's giant spain i drank from the tit of a giant oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean anything like i said to give me in game of thrones universe is great um there's about an the obviously prequel? Like- Are you excited for that Oh, hell yeah. In August to see the Targaryens at their their peak, you know, to see that, that that's yeah. cool, man.
0: I'm, I'm, I like Jon Snow, man. He's a great character. So I'm cautiously optimistic.
1: Well, see? there's so much to explore Who's
0: headlining it. Do we know it's not fucking well, he was a, he's had, dumb, right?
1: No, no, no. Uh, ben Hoff and Weiss now. Yeah. Um, But he's a big pushing point. But he's the one who's coming on like as an executive producer who wanted more Jon Snow.
0: I don't want it. Um, I don't want to. I don't want, I don't My want watch it. is over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we get some... We'll, I I guarantee we'll have, like, Cameo City with that fucking show. Tyrion. Probably. We'll have uh, Daenerys, like, as a fucking ghost. She said she's done. She, she said no. Yeah. yeah. Does she? We'll see. But, Money but, talks. but
1: also, but also, how many actors say, no, I wouldn't do that, and All then will come them. back. And Never you'll see one. that. We're definitely going to talk about that when we talk about Obi-Wan. Um... But I think this is going to be because there's no way that George R. R. Martin is going to ever write any sequels to Game of
0: Thrones, right? No, Once dude. he's if finished not, with, he's. Re, I mean, he's now he's fucking helping with Jon Snow. It's like, yeah, we're never getting Winds of Winter, and I'm Well, I'm I thought
1: I, I thought i last read that there was an update that Winds of Winter. I mean, I'm sure this has been going on for years, but that Wind of Winters might be hitting October of this year. He's been saying that for
0: like three years, man. He I didn't think get done fucking, during COVID. He's not getting done dude i think they're done
1: he's just holding on to them like waiting for it that they're already completed and everything
0: yeah i really want them i really do those books were i great. want more Jon <laughs>
2: snow counterpoint maybe he died years ago and they're just like <laughs> like burning his body to try to get more game of thrones property while they still can that is true man it's like mary Kay,
1: dude where they she's probably still alive and they use her ashes for all the me- the makeup and stuff <laughs> right so but i'm excited for more Jon snow um more game of thrones spin i know they have a couple other spin-offs in the works but this is definitely one that's got me hyped up and i can't wait for the prequel in August. so um with that being said let's speed on over to some what watch played in red which one of us wants to take it first anybody i got zero
0: so Woo! Take it away well, i a. got.
1: i'll go i'll go uh, so we talked pretty heavily about Bruce Willis last episode where we covered the fifth element. If you haven't given him a listen, definitely do. Um, that bumper that Steve puts oh, at the end nice. about my sex life oh, oh, nice. was pretty interesting. <laughs> I did hear it, but I was waiting to tell you about it on here. Um, but I hadn't seen Bruce Willis in 12 Monkeys. And I know you guys Whoa, have both watched great movie, it. man. I hadn't seen it since I was not even a teen, maybe like a preteen. I don't even remember what year it came out. Um, so it just happened to be on the TV one day. And uh, I said, you know what, let me give this a, a watch. I remember it being kind of very like over the top at points. I forgot Brad Pitt was in it, um, but it was a really good movie. It was really interesting. I like how they time, uh, tied all the elements together. It was almost like the fifth element with the way some of the acting was, um, but how they tied, you know, him being living in the future, being sent back to find the, the 12 Monkey disease and all that stuff it was a very good movie i didn't really like the future aspect of it because i thought it was just a little i I like a little bit more grounded stuff um and the the doctors and scientists were all like wacky and shit but i loved how he traveled to so many time periods and you kind of see it as the movie progresses and then him having this haunting dream that comes to find out it's he's having these dreams because he saw himself as a child you know shit if you haven't watched it uh, he sees himself. He sees his adult self as a child getting killed in the airport, and this is something that haunts him um, when he's traveling between time. So it was really good. I enjoyed watching it. Bruce was amazing in it, like always. Uh, but yeah, Twelve Monkeys. Uh, next thing, I've been continuing watching horror movies with the kids. We finished the Scream franchise. Now we jumped over to Final Destination. Um, this movie, these movies, give me fucking anxiety. Um, no matter how bad some of the CGI may be, it still gives you that that they set it up pretty perfect to give you that anxiety when something's gonna happen, identifying when death's there. and you just at one minute you're like, oh, they're gonna fucking blow up. No, they get pierced through the eye with something. So um, we watched the first one. Goddamn Devin Sawa looks young as hell in that movie. Uh, such a 90s fucking broho movie. It's just crazy. Allie Larder, with her name being clear in the movie, just made me laugh the whole entire time. Um, I don't know what it is about Ali Lauder. I have nothing personal against her, but goddamn, I just don't enjoy movies that she's in for some reason. Um, but overall, it was good. The kids have been, uh, every time we go out somewhere now, they keep saying, like, Dad, look out for signs, 180, um, all kinds of weird, crazy kid shit. Wait
0: till they see number two. They've already watched them all. Oh, they watched them. Oh, okay. What do they think we- about the the highway?
1: so that one they're definitely like holy shit that one's it they, i honestly think flight 180 is what got them the most even though we don't fly but for some reason that connected with them a little bit more also like the dentist and the uh, optometrist that hit home for them um but they've watched we watched them all Roll,
0: roller coaster in part three then that was didn't probably my
1: that was probably uh my, my favorite yeah i, I like that one i did like five though it was wacky but that the, the bridge the bridge, but then all haul it all ties together where you think it's a sequel, but it's really a prequel I type deal. That. Yeah, so they're all pretty good. Um, but just speaking on Vinyl Destination, the first one, pretty good, solid '90s film. Um, and then my last thing, what I played, like I said, I haven't really been doing as much as I should have because I got a lot of other personal things. Um, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turters, Turters Turtles, Shredder's Revenge.
0: That's my Turtles, Dad. <laughs>
1: i'm on one today dude um oh my gosh nostalgia galore i have enjoyed playing the first level i've got to get extra controllers so the kids can play with me um but for those of you who listen we are looking to set up something to play um all of us together have a game night between us and the discord uh ninja turtles is definitely one we're looking at because it's on game pass so Total fun. I hope that if you haven't started playing it, at least download it and get it ready because that shit is just gonna—it's gonna bring the inner child out.
0: All right.
2: Um. So I have a movie and two video games to talk about this week. Uh, the movie I watched. So we uh, decided that we're changing the rules up a little bit for the trivia uh, punishment. Uh, when we did it the first quarter, it was only the last place they got punished but uh, we decided that it should be the two people who lose that uh, get punished for the quarter. So to honor that commitment, I went back and watched uh, double Dragon. double dragon, Mondo had given to uh, Todd who absolutely loved it. So um, yeah, so double dragon, you know, Todd already said, you know, the story, but basically these two brothers have, and their mom or foster mom or whatever has one piece of the, two dragons and then the enemy played by Robert Patrick has the other piece of the dragon and he's trying to get the pieces from the brothers and that's how kind of what the story is about uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the warriors there's a bunch of like really Boy, coll- uh, <laughs> it's come
1: out and play uh,
2: there's a lot of like different gangs that are very like clowns or uh, like punk rock or they all have like their little like the the gym one it's just like all these different groups so i thought that was hilarious uh the acting is fucking atrocious uh one of the two brothers is played by the uh fucking guy from iron chef you know the, like the the chairman or whatever which i thought was super oh, hilarious
0: shoot. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious robert patrick is completely miscast in that role yeah too. yeah as blonde sure.
2: hair. i was gonna say that like i think whoever played that character should have been a little more goofy but he's almost playing it serious like he's in a serious sci-fi film so it comes off like super uneven and it, it doesn't really fit into this movie so that's probably one of the biggest complaints i have with it but i gotta say for as fucking stupid as this uh movie is i kind of enjoyed it I thought it was a fun watch. Like there's a lot of really goofy shit that happens. It's very colorful. The characters are over the top and ridiculous. Like if you put uh, super Mario brothers and this in front of me, I'd probably watch this one. You know, I think it's, it's not like the worst video game adaptation I've seen. And that's saying something. Cause I've seen a lot of them, you know, like I just, I enjoyed it. It's not great. I mean, it's, it's actually pretty bad, but I think the fun factor is there. So if you have uh I didn't if you're drunk or something, but I, I was completely sober. But if you are, I think it could be kind of a fun watch, especially with buddies and stuff, because it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, Over the top. Yeah. Uh, the two movies that, uh, sorry, the two games I want to talk about. The first one, I finally finished Halo Infinite. Um, after finishing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I wanted to like kind of play something that I knew the mechanics of, and I never finished Halo Infinite. So I finally got to do that. So it's funny, when you go into the final mission, it gives you like a warning because it's an open world. And says, as you know, if you go past this door, you can't go back and level up until after the game's over. So I'm thinking, great. I got like, what, an hour left, you know? Nope. Fucking five hour long mission. It is so fucking long. You have to fight multiple bosses. You go through multiple buildings. Uh, It was crazy. Uh, Some of the bosses are actually pretty tough. Uh, the The main boss in particular, the one that you see kind of throughout the game, uh, he he was a bitch. He was a real bitch. The, too. the
0: banished guy. What are you, you're in the yeah, the, with the him,
2: right, right. The, yeah, exactly the really big yeah. dude. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he, he was very uh, difficult and annoying to fight, but got it done. Finally finished uh, Halo Infinite, and now I'm waiting for co-op to be enabled so I could play it through through with some of my friends. Because what would you think? Uh, like it was Uh-oh. okay uh but it definitely wasn't my favorite halo i think halo i preferred as a semi linear game kind of like halo 1 like halo 1 it's not linear in the fact that you you have to go through this corridor and have to do this like they give you like a couple missions on a map and you could sometimes do them in some like a different order and stuff like that but it is kind of linear at the same time i just i just don't like the open world concept i think it doesn't fit for this franchise the same way i felt about gears of war you know i i think some games should stay linear and i think this is one of them because it's a story driven game and when you go through these two three hour gaps sometimes of not going through the story because you're doing fucking chasing you know armor pieces and you know level up shit then you kind of forget what the story is and you're not into it as much and that's i think a a real like shame for this one so
0: i agree um I, i think the a lot of the encounters are still really good. Like the mechanics were still on point, especially the grappling hook, which oh, is defensive. I fucking
2: about. love the
0: grappling hook. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was a great addition. But um, yeah, it's so stupid they haven't done co op yet. That should have been at launch. It's like, it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the final game I did. So one of my really good friends came over for a day uh, from Toronto and uh, we decided to have an old school like college uh, day that we used to have all the time when we were uh, teens and early adults. So we woke up, had breakfast at 8 a.m. We decided, Hey, let's play a co-op game. And we put in a game called it takes two and we finished it at 10:30 PM that night. Uh, Holy the shit. Only, only break we took was we had a quick lunch uh, that we Uber eated, And then we went to a Chinese restaurant for dinner. The rest of the day was 100% playing this game. So it's called It Takes Two. In this one, uh, you play a father and mother whose kid is like having issues because you're getting divorced and she doesn't want you to get divorced. So she somehow puts your soul into these two dolls and you have to figure out a way to become human again so you can console your daughter. Uh, I know it doesn't sound great, but the fucking game is fantastic. It's probably one of the f- my favorite games I've played in a long time. Uh, you go through a bunch of levels within this world, uh, like you're a miniature and you go through like a music level, you go through like a bug level, you know, where you're in the garden, uh, there's a level where you're inside of the, uh, attic and stuff like that, or in the basement. And they introduce new mechanics constantly. And as soon as you, uh, master a mechanic, they bring on something completely different, Different. which keeps the game super, um fresh like fresh all the time like you're riding spider on in one level or you're uh fucking floating on clouds on another and you're always doing something cool it's one of the best co-op experiences i've ever played uh it was just so much fun the only drawback is you have to play co-op there's no Damn. single player no option AI or anything there's no ai no single player option and you have to because you have to coordinate with your partner a lot because the two characters do different, uh, they have a different ability. So you have to use sometimes like both do something at the same time. So you can get through a level or get through a platforming part. Really, if you have, especially someone in person to play with, it doesn't have to be in person, but if you do have someone, a couch co-op and it could be someone pretty young, it doesn't have to be someone super old. I'd say like an early teen would be good enough with this highly 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 recommend it i would have put it as my pick uh for the next video game which is my pick tonight but because it doesn't play single player it's, it's kind of a bitch to always have to find someone and that's why i didn't pick it but i do urge you to play it it's amazing
1: it won big at the game awards right it was the it won it year. won
2: like everything yeah and i get yeah. it now i totally fucking get it and, and that it,
1: same executive director guy they made that one jailbreak movie too yeah they did a game game called
2: no way out um yeah which is an ea game where it's the same thing you're two people and you're trying to escape prison and you play the two prisoners at the same time but you're not in the same place like one person could be in the cell the other one could be in the yard and you have to do something you have to like distract a guard somewhere so that the so other I one. I it. Can... Uh, I
0: don't know if I should say this, joke. Never mind something about a shower. Shower. Yeah, room. I was. All right, Mondo. I need you to go to the shower. All right, yeah. let's <laughs> do
2: it. I'm on my way. Let's go. Yeah, Here's that, the soap. Drop it. That, that's a really cool game too, uh, but it takes two. Fucking to just blows it out of the water. It's amazing.
1: It says shame it's uh, co-op, but like you said, maybe uh, if I ever get in an argument, my wife will just sit down and be like, "Look, at, we're doing this for the kids. We need to play this game."
2: And, and it's about rebuilding <laughs> a relationship because it's a divorce. It's a couple that's about to divorce, and they kind of learn about each other at, during this.
1: Oh, like the it's, uh, yeah. pina colada song. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good guess. If you like pina, col- oh wait, I, I can't sing it because then we'll get like
0: yeah i won't sing it never mind
1: all right ty you don't have anything
0: nope nada i've been playing well that's the thing i've been playing a game we'll talk about steve will talk about later and um i tried playing elden ring but i've literally only played like 20 minutes of it so i can't really say if i like it or not oh okay. well, yeah but it's, i mean i it's mean fun, my though. fucking headset man it sucks as
1: it's fun, though, because the one thing we all have in common is what we're going to be talking about next, and that's our series reviews. Uh, really quickly, starting with Miss um, Marvel. Um, I can tell you that watching the trailers and information about this show, I wasn't really falling for it. Um, however, I have fallen head over heels for um, just the great approach of this show. It's great. It's fun. It's heartfelt. It's like female Spider-Man type humor i'm really enjoying it it's going places that are like confusing me in good ways um this last show was really this last episode was really good it started to bring introduce the villains um and the mystery behind how she obtains her powers and how how her family may be um a tribute to all that so
0: is it the girl this, from the game because no, uh, no 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 well huh. the
1: character yes the character yes is from the game is marvel
0: but it's not um, connected to it
1: no, the game okay. is not a one for one with the show. This is the game was his own thing. This is MCU connection type thing. Um but Miss Marvel's really good. I highly encourage you to watch it um when you have the opportunity. It's it's a fun watch and it's got some really good fucking music in it too. Uh, I catch myself just fucking singing along most of the time. Um but the next show that Han- we all Han- watch Hansen's doing the soundtrack. Dude, I at some point mm, bah, fucking, mm, at some bah, point bah. that that shit may drop on there, man. They have a lot of good stuff. Um, but let's talk some boys and hero gasm episode.
0: Wow, <laughs> wow. Let me uh, let me just say, Homelander is that uh, we've said before that actor is phenomenal. He is Anthony Starr, and he. I know the actress his co-stars say, like, he's kind of crazy in real life, and you can probably, yeah, if this See guy why? was a superhero, yeah, he'd be fucking fucking shit up. <laughs> he's amazing. His range in this is just gotten so better. So fucking good. His arc from season one to now, like, in season one, you're like, yeah, but now you're like, oh, he's fucking pure fucking crazy, like evil. And now introducing the uh, the um uh, the Green Soldier Goblin. Ball? No, no, the Green Goblin angle where he's talking to himself in the mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah amazing amazing addition um i'm i'm fucking love, this is my favorite show period on tv um and i love it this episode was great the fight was awesome soldier boy is he bad is he not i don't know we don't really know yet right i mean john walker we, was right we know john justice <laughs> for john walker but uh we know mother's milk's point of view of his family's death so i mean that's obviously terrible um i don't know we'll see
2: Stevie, take it next. Uh, I fucking love this episode. This this season is just so fucking all over the place, but in a good way, it is crazy as shit. Anything goes. Uh, this Hero Gasm episode was just such a delight to see. Uh, did you guys hear what the studio sent back as a note to when they had submitted the script? Less come, more come. No. <laughs> no. Uh, they actually said, we want more crazy shit. Oh shit! Uh, because their idea was that it looked too much like just an orgy and they wanted to make it clear this was a superhero orgy. So the flying dildos and uh, people, the guy that's like his dick's burning up and shit like that, that was all added because the studio's like do more shit. And I love that. Uh, it was a crazy fucking episode, you know. Uh, but you're right, like it, it's hard to think, like it, it's so much great shit in the gasm part but there's such a great story around it that yeah. it almost overshadows the hero part because Homelander's like descent into crazy madness is so fucking compelling. I can't wait to see what it's uh, gonna do him in next and how crazy he's gonna get. It's just I love it, man. The the battle between him and Butcher is just brewing and I can't wait to see a total like just slam festa by the end of the season.
0: You be- uh, you go Mondo and then I have I have one nitpick. Do your nitpick first. I don't like how powerful Butcher is off of just temporary V. I think that's kind of, kind of cheating. You know what I mean? Like they, they take a compound V, him and Huey, and they're powerful enough to hold down the most powerful superhero of all time with, with of course, uh, Dickhead's help. But I still think that's a little bit cheating in my opinion. It'd be nice to give him a little edge, but not like, I'm a soup now. I've had my powers for like a day and I remastered them enough to to defeat other soups. That's kind of a little cheap in my opinion, not enough to even take it down a notch for me, but I still think it's a little little weird.
1: All right. So for me, uh, to Todd's point about Homelander, I thought Homelander would probably get pretty old really quick because he was kind of the same in season one and throughout the two. But like Todd said, man, his fucking character, there's just no. there's nothing he can do wrong. His presence on the screen, his fucking, he's psycho. He's fucking one minute getting a hand job from Stormfront, one handed burnt up the next, talking in the mirror. Like he's so fucking, he's a narcissist. He's everything that's terrible. And he's so well played. I mean, give the motherfucker an Oscar, and Emmy, give him all of it because he's so good in that role. Like that role was made for him you know not there's not many people that can pull off that range like todd was saying um that hero that hero gasm part i mean when fucking uh the deep goes and opens the door and he's like whoa hero gasm, that was just i knew it was going to be insane and they fucking showed love sausage love sausage made his fucking appearance with this huge fucking anaconda dick just going everywhere touching everyone fucking mother's milk getting bathed in fucking ropes of semen cum everything like that was so fucking hilarious the whole hero gasm was great I do wish it was a little crazier um great fairness for everyone around you got your titties your vaginas your dicks everyone's got their own thing there right um but it was just fucking cool but I gotta tell you as much as I was looking forward to that hero gasm portion by itself what really did it for me this episode was that fucking battle with butcher and huey and homelander because homelander has never lost he's never faced any kind of pressure everything he just fucking kills no problem but this time around he's like holy he he ran like a pussy you know and I thought that was really fucking cool, and I would love to see where it's gonna go. I have a feeling that they're gonna kill Homelander off in this season; that he's gonna die. I
0: don't think they do, man. I don't think they can get rid of him. I think Homelander's gonna, Homelander's become complacent, you know, and that's why he allowed himself to get beat by Huey and fucking Butcher. I can see him getting, you know, hard, hard with the Soldier Boy, but I think he got complacent. So I think now he's like, fuck, like I got my cut- work cut out for me now. Yeah, it all it all depends on if Dickhead can hit him with that uh, power thing. So now do you think
1: that because they finally had their first fight with Homelander, Temp V only lasted. I mean, it's, it's in the name Temp V, so, right? Yeah. So, so with the introduction of the congresswoman who she gave it to her daughter to give her superpowers, do you think maybe that's like a, a foreshadowing that Butcher and Huey are going to have to take Compound V itself to have these powers? full-time as opposed to part-time in order to fight Homelander because all it's going to take is one shit run and you're done
0: mm-hmm. I, I i predict that they become it's going to be like a case where if they stop taking compound v they die because Huey had some kind of weird shit in his ear some side effect yeah so i still stand by that huey's going to turn a little bit evil he's gonna be, get power hungry and the loss of annie um since they're kind of breaking up it looks like we'll. Uh, i don't know over the edge that's that's where i'm thinking plus it was cool that he fucking punched a train
1: yeah that was fucking bad a yeah, train
0: fucking murdered what's his face blue beetle oh, Black dude, that was <laughs> so yeah. that was so
1: fucking cool yeah. but you, did did a train die nah. uh, no
2: he didn't die they, they did the yeah.
1: he's got the faulty heart and he yeah. fucking fell and they just kind of cut out from him being i dead. think it'll
2: be like a close call like a wake-up call but not a death
0: yeah
1: <laughs> see and then i also i mean we didn't even talk about it but the Frenchie and Kimiko like that whole story like it's good it's not bad the, the, like you that, feel that, that
2: like uh music thing that, that it was a little it was, a little, was a, little, a little like cheesy to me I didn't really like that that was probably my least favorite part of the episode and I like Frenchie I just feel they're not it's like they don't know what to do with him this season I feel so he's kind of a sideline character and that's yeah. such a fucking hilarious character he's got it he's got his own story going on with that Russian chick who wants yeah, to you guys should hear the shit he says because he says in French, and it's not subtitled. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious.
0: What did you say? Give some.
2: Just, just like, you know, really dirty shit. Like, uh, you know, I'd suck your daddy's dinger, or, like, just, like, really <laughs> dinger. fucking. Dinger? He
1: said dinger. Yeah,
2: it, it's, it, yeah it's a French shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, pecker, I guess, but uh, it's just funny. Yeah.
1: yeah, this show is fucking great. It, after coming off of Hero Gasm, we have, what, two episodes left? um so this friday is gonna i mean you're basically you're winding down to the last two i don't know that we're gonna if they don't kill homelander which okay maybe they don't but i also don't i also feel like we're not going to get any resolution like they take him out or take his powers i think it's going to be more so soldier boy is going to be a presence going forward and
0: i think they might humiliate homelander i think they'll power zap him because that's uh, homelander's main thing right he wants to be loved and he admitted it he just wants to be loved and respected by everybody and i think that's the wild card if uh, soldier boy can get him power zapped you know well maybe they take away his powers just like Kimi-
1: like kamiko but then kamiko gets her powers back at the end which will allude to the fact that homelander will get his powers back to probably recovers type deal so
2: regardless i can't wait this fucking episode is yeah, great there's fucking I think what's going to end up happening is that uh soldier boy is going to take over a Homelander spot in the seven. And then as they go for his swearing in, Homelander is going to attack and, you know, kind of try to break everything apart because let's, let's face it, this season is very uh, political in. Oh, yeah. And they're referencing some very real, like specific things. And I think that's where they're heading is there. Yeah.
0: I wanted to touch on that because I'm one that usually hates gets mad at that. <laughs> yeah, I hate beautiful. it. I hate it because I just want to have fun with a movie or show, you know, not be reminded of stupid shit, but like the Pepsi commercial was so fucking stupid. Oh, funny. that opening, <laughs> everyone's singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Pepsi commercial and then the imagine all imagine all blah, 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 that tone deaf oh, yeah. in, in COVID and their fucking actors are in their mansions and shit. Acting like they have it hard. Um, black lives matter stuff hit nicely. Like, cause they don't ever, like the show is so over the top, but when they do this stuff, it's like, it fits, you know what I mean? It's, it fits. So they do a really good job of social commentary in this, in this show.
1: I know. I was shocked that you haven't brought it up because usually that's the first thing on your fucking, cause
0: it, cause it fits. It's not like forced into your mind and it makes sense. Like the whole, like um, what's it? blue beetle. Is that his name? Yeah. It's clear that he's a sack of shit and the message they make with a train even though a train's still he's full of shit he's trying to be relevant yeah but like they make it they play it subtly instead of like if that makes sense throwing of, in your face yeah, I yeah. which they are throwing in your face still but it just works i don't know it just works better in the show
1: did we even talk i think it was the last episode um where seth rogan cameos is he jerking off to uh <laughs> like yeah. i know he's an executive producer on this series um but to see him on there is just fucking hilarious his laugh is just is soaking <laughs> wait hold on <laughs> like fucking love seth rogan and i i know they got renewed for season four which is great great news um but i think uh you todd you never read the comics through and through right like you don't really know much as far as the story goes there i,
0: I know that what's supposed to happen to home letter.
1: okay so but but you don't know you don't know who becomes you don't know who becomes the quote-unquote baddie moving forward after home no okay yeah well i won't spoil it for you and don't don't read up on it because i think that's the route we're going for those of you who have read it um okay the last review we have to do which i will admit as a grown man i had tears in my fucking eyes um and that is obi-wan finale What wasn't there to like about this fucking episode? I get the chills talking about it right now because you and McGregor, is just amazing. You and McGregor's Obi-Wan again. And I know it's something we've talked about constantly when, when talking about it, but that fucking rematch between Vader and Obi-Wan, holy shit, like so much symbology and connections like, Oh, Ray lifted the rocks too and stuff. But to see you and McGregor fight Anakin and get his ass kicked and him having to accept, kind of like Peter Parker had to accept it in Homecoming when he was under all that rubble that Vulture put on him. And he kind of had to come to terms with, hey, you know, like I failed, but it's about the future. It's about moving forward and learning from your mistakes. Same thing with Obi-Wan. See those flashes. And then him just fucking, we get fucking badass Force Unleashed version of Obi-Wan. And him beating the shit out of Vader that battle was so cool because it what, what always bothered me in, in, in A New Hope, and I know it's because of the era, but that fucking Death Star duel was so weak. Uh, only the bastard of evil death, You know, like, it was just so slow and the choreography was terrible, which back then it was probably, like, outstanding. Um, but to see them fight and him to disarm, not disarm him, but fucking his helmet and that speech they have, like, I failed you, Anakin. You did not fail me, Obi-Wan. I am not your mistake. Like that was so cool that Vader, James Earl Jones, and Hayden Christensen going back and forth. Like, wow. Um, Great. I'm the finale, the end, though. I had said from the beginning the one thing I wanted in this fucking episode Qui Gon, fucking Jin. Qui Gon, Jin, Force Ghost, voice something. And instead, we get both of them. And just that exchange between the two of them of, you know, Master Qui Gon. It, it, what's taking you so long i've been here this whole time now it's still, oh dude it's just fucking hype dude i'm so happy that i got to watch this
2: and experience this as an adult um and i can't wait to see what the future brings for Obi when i hope we get more of them it's funny uh i really wanted the qui-gon scene as well like i you know you know it was gonna happen right like he's talking to they, him they him talked all, about it in the beginning the whole yeah. season he's talking he's talking to him without being there but when the scene actually happened it looked like Qui Gon was like on a fucking beach somewhere, having fucking uh, he was my, my, in the my force dude.
0: Whatever was he wanted like, to.
2: He's like, "Why the fuck are you bothering me?" You know, like it just—I don't know—it just didn't feel as powerful as I, oh, had I expected. I thought Qui Gon was going to come in at a time like maybe under the rocks or something, or you know, like at a time when he really needed him, not when he's like, "Eh, ah, mission, good job on the mission, kid." I' uh, gonna go yeah. have some more drinks with the fucking Yoda over here and. Uh, just I don't know. It just didn't work for me as well as I I would. I just think about it as like Obi-Wan
1: was so disconnected 10 years after. I mean, he basically had the same route that Luke takes in the sequel series where he just disassociated himself. So it was having to reconnect and stuff. And that's where that came in. Like, hey, like you said, he's fucking, oh, my vacation's over. Motherfucker reconnected to the Force. Guess we got to talk now there's a lot he has to learn like that shit gave me hype but what did you think about the fucking lightsaber duel
2: oh that was fucking fantastic i love the, <laughs> the, right? the lightsaber duel it was so fucking good seeing like a badass fader is something that yeah like, like i always wanted to see when i was a kid because let's face it he's not super badass in the original trilogy like he, just is, imposing. he is imposing uh and he's really cool like in how he doesn't really need to fight because he's such an imposing character but yeah to see him just be fucking unhinged because that was the best thing about rogue one was that like one minute you know hallway scene so it's like getting a full episode of him as that you know between that and the last episode when he stops the ship and then rips the shit o- open fucking and it's just yeah star it, it awesome. killer i i fucking i really loved this episode i thought it was really cool um the series i think it was good you know like is is a good series so love it tidy boy well
1: well oh but. no here comes the it comes the here party comes the boom
0: nah it was um i have it, i mean you guys can't tell me you don't have issues with the series um no i'm nope. on zero zero issues you're lying someplace? i'm
1: biased though i'm biased
0: you know I, that i know but all right um well this episode alone though the only problems with it is like there's no stakes at the end of the at the end of the day. You know, we know Darth Vader's not getting killed. We know everyone's not getting killed. We know Luke, Leia, blah, blah, blah. That's why I would have loved to see. I didn't like um what's her face, Inquisitor going back to Tatooine to get Luke. I don't understand why she's doing that. But then cutting back from oh my god, Obi Wan and Darth Vader fighting. This is a sweet fight. Oh, now we gotta watch her fucking run around chasing Luke. Nothing's gonna happen to Luke. Nothing's happened to Owen because he doesn't get he gets crispy in a new hope. So that's my <laughs> that's my only that's my only beef, really, is that um we don't need to I don't care about that Inquisitor. She lost it for me. I'm like first couple episodes, oh, she's imposing, and then all right, she's a one-trick pony. I'm I'm done with her. Um and then what's with Star Wars people and just letting people assuming they're fucking dead grand inquisitor comes back he's like this homie's fine
1: (laughs) um he's in the series the animated series he couldn't really
0: die off but that fight the fight is legit how how strong darth is like i don't know it was just it was fantastic seeing it it was fantastic man and then um the the voice modulating switching between um anakin and oh man his, his eye. I, the scar that he gets on his head that's yes. returned
1: to Jedi later on.
0: And then fucking Obi-Wan's just like, Ewan McGregor's acting in that scene where he's he's tearing up.
1: Emotional,
0: right? Perfect. He's an amazing <laughs> yeah. actor. Um, And then at the end, man, when he goes back to see Luke and Owen's like, hey, you want to meet him? Owen throws him a bone. I there. Like, that. I love that. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I really desperately want a Darth Vader hunting Jedi show. I think you're going to get with it. With that Grand Inquisitor, the bald dude, I love that guy. I if they don't do that with Aiden, I mean not Aiden with uh Hayden, it it's a disservice cuz that there's so much so much opportunity. And that's the same problem too. Is like there's no stakes for Vader in this. However, if you have some cool grand inquisitors, we can kill those guys off easy, you know what I mean? With the with well, you'll the Jedi find-
1: You'll definitely find out in September because they're supposed to be announcing brand new Star Wars stuff at D23, I think. Mm. Things that they haven't announced already. But to, your, uh, to kind of circle back real quick to your thing about Reva and why she went back to Tatooine for, for Luke, I think that has to do with the fact that she almost came to terms with Obi-Wan when they were trying to get rid of all the, the Jedi, the Force sensitive and stuff. And he essentially convinced her to stand up to Vader while they escaped and as a result, Vader obviously kills her or supposedly kills or stabs her and she feels betrayed. Like, fuck, I let, I let Vader's telling me that I let Obi-Wan get one on me again. You know, like he just, here I am left to die again. First at the, as a kid at the temple that we learned, And now again with Vader. So her revenge is finding that calm link, seeing that message from Bale about the boy on Tatooine, putting two and two together. And then ultimately going over there to get her ultimate revenge on Obi-Wan, who's no longer there to protect them, which by the way, badass Baru was like, It's only gonna take the two of us. That's all we got, it's all we need. Let's fuck some shit up. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then to see, I mean, remember in the beginning of the series, Reba was fucking bad. You didn't fuck with her. You cut off, she'll cut off your hand or whatever. And now she's hurt, so she's not at the full capacity of her abilities. So you've got fucking aunt Baru and uncle owen doing their best defender off which i thought was pretty valiant effort um and just to see owen and Baru again from the from the prequel was pretty cool and fucking little luke you knew that was she gonna kill him no we all know he survives but that was just cool getting that t16 skyhopper toy to him at the end hello there that was just amazing his comic accurate get up at the end when he's right in the EoP and runs into qui-gon like that's just perfect for me chef's kiss i love it um it was a perfect fucking series for me i know you'll have your nitpicks that's a serious like.
0: chef's kiss there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i loved it I'm glad you now... liked it because you know you're the obviously the biggest fan of star I'm wars a fucking nerd too, but, so. <laughs> i actually got a
1: book i gotta go pick up that i just ordered
0: Ooh. today so who picks up books yeah. anymore?
1: i do uh, they, when it comes to star wars all my uh legends books are all paperback nice and and all my current canon stuff all the new stuff are all hard bucks
0: that's that's cool
1: i'm a a fucking nerd (laughs) but i gotta catch up on nerds here bud i love it baby it's all right to be a nerd so um that's it for series reviews we're going to definitely keep following miss marvel absolutely we're going to follow the boys Uh, there's a lot of shit coming down the pipeline um but yeah great great conclusion to obi-wan and i can't wait for further announcements of what's coming out and or it's coming out and that's going to be a lot closer to um episode four yeah, yeah. so that's going to be even better than what we and saw even here. closer
2: to rogue One. <laughs> one oh yeah
1: like second season finale leads up to rogue one which is going to be really cool we're going to see that conversion of clone troopers to stormtroopers and all that cool shit so anyways um let's get into some listener questions i have a few here from the discord we appreciate you guys sending these in um i love answering questions or being stumped by them especially when you're asking if if you'd rather clog a toilet at work or on your first date, Chuck. Um, but for starters, let's go off from Rainy Blood, our homie Asa uh, out there with uh, now in Texas. His question is, and I'll probably answer a little bit. We'll probably both, all three answer a little bit more after the review. But the question is, do you think Cal Kestis is a character worthy of exploring um, in three full-length games? Where would you like to see the character arc go? So I think we should answer the first one now and then answer the second part later. So do you guys like him as a character without getting into too much before the review? And do you think he's worthy of exploring in in three possible games? We know a second's coming out, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a sucker for Order 66 stuff, man. So like, I love seeing that and then the survivors and how they did it in this game. does pretty well. We're going to have
1: a difference of opinion there after the review. Oh, okay. Which is kind of weird. It's opposite
2: opposites, but Steve, what do you think about Cal is I think he's cool. I'd like to see more for sure of uh, what happens to him and that does he like start the or st- wants to do a Jedi kind of temple Order, again? Yeah. yeah, let's see. Uh, we kind of know that you know he won't, <laughs> I guess, but yeah. Uh, the, but I'd like to see more of what his deal is and stuff. And I like his crew, like the whole crew. I think they're, they're really pretty cool. cool. So
1: yeah, I, like the pilot I love it
2: especially. <laughs> oh shit but we'll get to that in the i love
1: cal kestis i think it's a very good fresh character fresh in the essence that yes he's just another padawan survivor of order 66 um but what i really like is that cal kestis is portrayed by an actor that we've seen in other things like shameless and stuff um and i really like what he brought to that character because you know, you could cast a pretty well-known actor in this role and do like, um, what did they call it? Mocap? Yeah. Mocap. And it does, may not always translate. I mean, look at T trans uh, Gears of War three as the fucking, like that shit still does translate to me months after we played that game. But I think the performance was what really sold me, you know, cause you got that good actor who can show emotion, show anger, show everything that you feel. And so hell yeah. Calcaster is a great character in three games Uh, would be perfect but i know there's a rumor of some more calcestis in a different avenue which i'll talk about after the review um next question is going to be from the homeboy who congratulations on your new house and the headache of moving um odd job versus double seven cody um he asked us what's everyone's favorite star wars game and rank them now i know on the discord steve said well there's hundreds of fucking games can we do a top five and uh Poor uh, Cody had to reluctantly agree to just do a top five. So uh, top five games. I know we've done one in the past. I didn't go look at my previous list. I will definitely do it after this, just see how much it's changed. Um, but Steve, why don't you start off with your
0: top five?
2: Yeah, I just, I totally forgot about this question and just wrote it while you were talking about, about the Obi-Wan. <laughs> so I'm probably forgetting some shit. Uh, but my top five, only one per series, because I don't want to like just list out you know, the same series over and over. Yeah. But number five, it was uh, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire on Nintendo 64. Not a good game, but I played (laughs) it so fucking much much. because of the Hoth level. And uh, (laughs) yes. so because of that, it has a special place in my heart. I know it's not a good game. I remember it not being a good game and how frustrating it was. The fucking uh, like when you're walking and stuff terrible that the, yes did not play well whatsoever <laughs> on top of that shitty fucking controller which we've talked oh to- my god uh but still it holds a place in my heart so i put it number five uh, number four it's going to be battlefront 2 the one on playstation 2 i believe uh i just played that one with my friends so many times it was just so cool to have these big battles uh with the droids and then the storm stormtroopers and stuff and you're playing uh you know territories and capture the flag type games, and I had so much fun playing with my college friends that that's another sentimental one, and it's probably my favorite Battlefront game. Number three is a Force a Force Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely fucking love Sam Witwer,
1: <laughs> yeah, Star Killer. Exactly. Uh,
2: great story. Love how his powers evolve throughout the game. I like the story of him being uh, Darth Vader's like secret apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah, uh, it was just a really cool um, series that I really really enjoyed. Uh, number two is um, KOTR two, you know, Knights of the Old Republic uh, two. Is just the, the fact that you get to role play in a Star Wars game is just so fucking cool. Hell and, yeah! Uh, you know, I really hope they make one like a new gen, like Remake's crazy, coming. Crazy, remember yeah, a remake, but I, I mean a new like complete story and go crazy with it. So Set in the same fun. time frame or yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. You know, Older public. Yeah. Because we have so many games in the other time frames that I think it's a good time frame yeah. to have. Uh and number one, I mean, there's no there was no fucking real choice here, but connect Star Wars. Is there a oh, better no. fucking Star Wars game? Than solo Wars? dancing. Yeah. Solo. solo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: yeah, so that's my top five. All right. Todd, you want to go next? Sure. And I don't have them in any particular order. Um Star Wars: The Force Unleashed One and Two are amazing. Two is really short, yes. but it's still really good. And i you know, I think we all want Part Three to come, right? Please. Um, Rogue Squadron on N64 was an yeah. amazing game growing up. Um, <laughs> and then Pod Racing, amazing game as well. That was fun. And obviously, I've I mean, played those since, since you know, ninety-seven. Far. Well, eight? movie
1: came out in ninety-nine, so around that time.
0: Oh, okay. So I was a little early on that um star wars battlefront um i'm actually going different from steve i'm going with the new ones because i think they're actually really good games um especially number two got a lot of shit when it came out and i think it's excellent and we still play that on with my son um and then there's this one game mondo you actually recently played at your friend's house the old arcade game where yeah the fight darth vader with the
1: joystick yeah yes
0: <laughs> that game was always a must-do in any arcade it was usually at a movie experience in chino california where they had it and great. I sucked ass at it, but oh, it was yeah. still fun. And then Hoth. Oh, man. Doing the snow When speeder. the
1: fucking wampas come
0: out of the cages yeah. and you have to, like, spam that shit to fucking <laughs> kill them. I would, that would be a grill piece to get. And thing, that fucking thing's huge. I don't even know where I put it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But I think my overall favorite one is probably uh, the Force Unleashed, the first one.
2: Okay.
1: So, starting from the bottom, now I'm here. Uh, number five, uh, I put Force Unleashed. I like you guys. There's nothing, not enough good things to say about it. Um, it's a great fucking game. Sam Witwer is amazing in it. Um, uh, spoiler: one of the names that was on the last uh, second to last episode of Obi One had the name Ram Kota was on there. as one of the Jedi's who passed through there. So that's Ram a blind Koda, one. Yeah, and that was Starkiller's mentor when he was trying to get him like to convert over. So if Ram Kota is canon fingers crossed galen merrick aka star killer will become canon at some point um number four rogue squadron i absolutely fucking love that game i really wish somebody would remake it give me I know they have the the squadron battle one that came out for like 25 bucks and i know that battlefront the most recent ones have space battles but i want something in the vein of um you know just strictly a ship game unlock a bunch of ships do fucking missions with objectives and stuff um kind of like uh what's that air flight game that i've talked about with uh talked about in the past Is that like that airplane maverick fucking type um uh
0: ace combat
1: ace combat yeah something something in the vein of that but star wars style that would be pretty well they they had
0: that one that i hated Um, squadrons squadrons that sucked
1: Yeah, and that's what I was saying. That one came out and I thought it was going to be the Rogue Squadron successor, but it's not. Rogue Squadron is really cool in that you got like 12 missions with objectives, secondary objectives, and it was just cool. Um, And we're due for that. Number three is going to be the game we're reviewing tonight, Fallen Order. There's just so much that I love from it, being the Star Wars nerd that I am, the settings, the visuals, the lightsaber combat, the characters, the story. Um, the lore that is brand new to the universe, like, that was fucking cool, and I love this game, and I played it on PS4 originally, and I can tell you the updated graphics just take it up so much higher. Uh, KOTOR number two, KOTOR is just an amazing game within itself. A fucking game is magnificent, role-playing. I love games where you got to find armor and upgrade, just kind of like, you know, like the Division, and this one you can find robes and lightsabers and this and that. Um, fucking absolutely love Kotor, but my number one is going to be Steve's number five, and that's Shadows of the Empire because I played the living shit out of that game. Love this uh hobo redheaded version of Han Solo that is Dash Rendar with his no, that's not the same ship as the Millennium Falcon, that's the Outrider. It's similar, but it's not. Um, the fucking Shadows of the Empire, Prince Shizor, all that shit it was so fucking good. I love that game playing it with invincibility on and infinity ammo was even better because ig88 on ord mantel was destroyed like the bitch he is uh, but yeah love those fucking games star wars i know there's a lot of games coming out soon um so i'm ready for it my fucking heart's ready and then yeah we got survivor coming out the sequel to this game and we'll talk about that later so
2: just an honorable mention that i for i just have to put out there uh darth vader immortal which is a vr game oh yeah super fucking cool oh like, i totally so... forgot it. <laughs> uh, i
0: completely forgot about it that's definitely in my top all three episodes are excellent yep and if absolutely. you have vr especially in oculus you have to play those games they go on sale for like 10 bucks maybe two maybe two hours story for each episode but i remember the first time episode one where darth vader walks up to you and is like oh fucking it. it's so <laughs> good it's very good yeah absolutely
2: uh, is that all you had, Mondo? Yes, sir. All right, so I do have a few questions from Chuck, and they are next audio, audio questions. baby. So, uh, Chuck, what is your first question? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast? <laughs> Chuck here with a few questions. First question: What would be your dark side name?
1: Dark Darth Hungith. <laughs> 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 um. Darth Rager. I don't fucking know. So y'all
0: gotta be Darth. You don't have to be. Yeah, but they sound. Well, cool.
2: Most of them are, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Darth...
0: If you're a Sith,
2: you have a Darth in your fucking name.
0: Mm. Darth Totemus. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hello there.
1: Darth Rager. I'm just gonna go Darth Rager because it just sounds ridiculous. Awesome. I'm going Darth Canada. So. Darth Canada. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oi, <Oy>, aye, aye. <laughs> uh, All right, Chuck. What is your second question? If you could choose the color of your lightsaber, what color would it be? Oh,
0: white for sure.
2: White. Interesting. Like the
1: white lightsabers.
0: White. Okay. Um, can I be red and still be good?
1: Sure. I mean, let's yeah. do
0: red. Let's do black. Like, oh, like dark, dark saber? saber type shit. Yeah, oh, actually, so fucking hide around. You, know, you still hear it. I know, but you don't have like the illumination, right? That they put off, which is awesome. Effect yeah. the they've been doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially that battle, like that blue and red really
0: popped. Yeah. Across Anakin's face. It looked really good. What about yeah. you, Steve?
2: Uh, I'm going to, you know, kill Miss Windu and take his purple lightsaber. Oh, shit. I fucking love the purple lightsaber. Is he it's dead?
1: Awesome. Is
2: he dead? Uh, i don't think so we didn't we never saw a body you know and, and in these properties until you see a body it's and even then it's not even necessarily a, the clone. Of, right? a clone right exactly because why isn't he showing up and anyone else is fucking you know my yeah. tie a fucking beach party so <laughs> <laughs> oh can i make a quick fan cast before we get to the next question yep. um we kept
1: getting the hint that quinlan Voss was alive in this um, I always use him. I guess he's my rock version of every fan cast. Uh, but give me Jason Momoa as Quinlan Boss uh,
2: for for the future. Thank you. Please and thank you, Star Wars. <laughs> he got to be his agent. <laughs> at this point, uh, yes. All right, Chuck, what is your third question? Fuck Mary Kill, Leia, Ray, Padme.
0: Oh, why did you do this to me? Why did you do this to me? I'm killing Ray. Oh, I, man. I'm not into her at all. Um, oh, Princess Leia in the slave costume, but she also has like the smoker's voice at the end there. No offense, rest in peace. Um, I'll bang it, Princess Leia, slave costume, return of the Jedi era. I'm marrying Padme, dude. Steve,
2: uh, I'm killing Padme, I was never a fan of her. Uh, I'm fucking Leia and I'm marrying Ray. Because I adore Ray. She awesome. Wow. We're
1: all going to have different answers because, uh, rest in peace. I'm sorry to say this out loud, um, but I'd kill Leia uh, because eh, she never really enticed me. She's a cool character. I like her. Um, hope, hope, hope is all she says. Uh, I definitely, I'm fucking Ray. Ray, oh my gosh. She's hot for some weird reason. Um, but I'm marrying Padme because I want to give her some aggressive negotiations.
0: Ray, I have to tell you something. what he's he's force sensitive
1: no you know what i'm gonna love it when they when they say he's coming back in a series and he's gonna be force sensitive he is it's hinted throughout the whole fucking sequel
0: i I think we all know that he was force sensitive but they so is poe they screwed the pooch
2: yeah they they should have given him more in the final one Mm -hmm. uh all right chuck what is your last question last but not least did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, the wise? I thought not.
0: Have a great episode, guys. That's Did I ever hear on, it? For all the dudes that are single, you got to on a blind date. That's what you got to lead with. <laughs> <laughs> you got to lean um, over and like whisper.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, actually, Chuck, I read the book, Darth Plagueis. So I think I could copy say. worth it. I liked it. It was really yeah. good because it's the uh, background between that master apprentice relationship between him and uh, Sidious. And on top of that, it also gives you a little bit of play and his master and what happened there first. So I think it's worth the read. It's actually really good. And I believe at one point it was going to be used as a basis for a TV show that never manifested with Lucas. So
2: it's a good read. Yeah. I know the story a little bit as well. One of my friends told me like around episode three, because he, he, doesn't he mention it or he, he like alludes to him? Have in you ever heard The
1: story
0: of Dark Plages. Yeah, he says it in um, He Was So Powerful. Episode, episode 3. That people yeah. loved when, from they're, dying. when they're in that stupid fucking museum or whatever. Opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Opera. It's got the girl? Oh, 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 She's in there.
1: It's right. better than the fucking chick from Fifth, <laughs> Fifth Element. That's what I just said. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't. <laughs> sorry to make the I connection. The, oh,
0: oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, now I'm gonna to have to change one of my Rhodes, Star Wars.
0: Questions. Should you be in Star Wars, yes or no? Yes. Ruby Rose? Yeah, dude. The actress? No, I'm, no, the fucking Chris Tucker. Ruby, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rod. I'm oh. like Ruby Rose. <laughs> no, Ruby, Ruby Rose, Rose, Rose is she's the worst, man. No. Yeah. Um, imagine him though, Chris Tucker instead of Jar Jar Binks, dude. Right. <laughs> <everybody>. Oh god, <laughs> no! Don't don't even do that.
2: Imagine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ru- Ruby and Jar Jar. I want a buddy cop movie.
1: <laughs> no, no! Oh my gosh, one.
2: Ten. Jar Jar, Jar-,
0: Jar- likes to sing. <laughs> does Jar Jar
2: ever come back in any capacity? Yeah.
0: Yes, he, he does. He's yeah. he he's in the end of *Revenge of the Sith*.
2: No, no, no. I mean,
1: no, no, no. Yes, in the books. Yes. So oh. um, the aftermath trilogy by Chuck Wendig, which is also a very good, read three different books. It's where they introduce Cobb Banth and his story. But there are the stories told concurrently, like present, and then it has flashbacks in some chapters to the past. Jar Jar is one of those flashbacks where. He was so hated and reviled for being, everyone blamed him for the Galactic Empire for giving the powers to Palpatine. Um, so he is on Naboo and he is outcasted from his people and the people of Naboo. And he's like a basically think of like a mime clown entertainer, um, just out on the streets, not doing anything. And the kid asks them, like, well, you look familiar or something. And there's like this really good heart to
2: heart exchange. But... So we'll never see him, you think, in any of these shows? Does he um,
1: die? They, they never, his fate is left uncertain. He's just on on Naboo. But maybe if we, I don't think in Andor we'd see that. Um, I hope never. These, these books take place right after Return of the Jedi. Like the fall of the Empire, the complete fall of the Empire. So. We Wisa free! <laughs> maybe we saw being friends.
0: Oh, <laughs> <motorboating>. <laughs> Oh,
1: Peace. I love that. Boss Nass. He's amazing. So uh, but that's it for questions. Yep. Thanks, Chuck. Now I had to change one of my trivia questions. Um, because one of my trivia questions is what was Palpatine's master's name? Unfortunately, you just yeah, we just talked about it. So
0: damn, I would have got it. Yeah, made I know. M- you, Steve. I knew that one too. So <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Read, read read those scores because I got some uh softballs here. Steve, 14, Todd, 12, Mondo, 11. This is a Ooh, final game of the quarter. It's the
1: final countdown. We're not supposed game. to be singing songs. I keep doing it. <laughs> it's my Tourette's. It's any man's game <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. All right. I say Steve goes first. Oh, I'm to go last. Ah okay. oh, fuck! He wants to do that. i i i go. I'll go, I'll go I'll did go. you see? Did you see the look on his face? Is a little <laughs> shoulder
2: wiggle. He's, fuck. <laughs> he's, he's making. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm last. I, just, I, I really. I have, a, I have a perfect movie pick, so I'm like.
1: He's yeah, got shit. questions for us to ensure that we don't fucking win. <laughs> basically. He wants that punishment. Adjusted for
0: EBITDA. What was <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, are, Ooh, nine thousand. Uh, all right. I uh, got it. Okay. What is the highest-grossing Arnold Schwarzenegger film adjusted for inflation? Predator. So I'll so just say any movie. Predator. Okay.
2: Ooh. Oh no, it's not. Uh, I'm
0: gonna Get go to some, the Joppa. It's got to be Terminator 2. Correct. Yeah, with that, with two. that, Steve has he sealed his victory. That's <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right, he uh, made a uh, adjusted for inflation 994 million.
1: <laughs> Steve, your child's calling you. Yeah, I know they're fucking <laughs> hungry. Oh shit. All right. I'll go next. Um, like I said, softballs, anyone's game at this point. What is the model number of the X Wings in a new hope? They say it in there. I wouldn't just give you
0: like red there, five. You there's like a that? letter,
1: there's a oh. letter, and then it designates not their call signs. Oh it's it's like if you were to look at an airplane they're like, oh, that's yeah. a
2: fucking like, whatever. LT, oh, LT1 but, uh, or oh, I don't know. No, no, but you're on the right track. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I can feel it. Good. I... Oh, hold on. Nope.
0: No, 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 no. Want... Oh, look at good. Check, he's out, getting check out this cheat. <laughs> check out this cheat. Oh, there it All is. It. Does it say it on this fucking Power of the Force no, it, toy? It, it does, does not, not,
1: but I used to have that. Does RT still talk? That's fucking
0: sweet, though. It does. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, this still works, Ooh. but did, he doesn't. He not do anything.
2: I got two
0: of these actually, and That's look at Luke's in the fucking cockpit. Luke's oh, in there. <laughs> nice. I have them. Yeah. All right. But I have no idea. The correct answer is T sixty
1: five. T sixty five. Okay.
2: Yeah, they say they say it on there. That's the only reason why I brought it up. I that right. it'd be easy. I got a soft softball for you guys. Uh oh! You got to be quick. Ooh! I'm which, always quick, baby. <laughs> which two characters are in captivity in Mortal Kombat two? Uh Sonya Blade <laughs> and Sonya Blade Johnny Cage. I am talking motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he's wrong. Yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm oh. trying to steal it from you. <laughs> Sonya Blade <laughs> and um Johnny Cage. You're I said wrong. that. I said the same thing. I said I, the I, same I fucking name. I you out, dude. <laughs> Sonya Blade, Sonya Blade and, and Raiden and Raiden. Uh-huh. All
2: right. All right. So you're both wrong? So- Sonia Blade and Liu Kang. No, you don't get twenty figures. The <laughs> There's eight characters in Mortal Kombat. Uh, it was actually Sonya Blade and Kano. 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 Wins. Oh, <laughs> so they're not playable, and they're tied in the back of. Uh, oh yeah, the
1: cages. Yeah. Shao
2: Khan's level. Uh, right. I'd
1: like to. Uh, I'd like to file a complaint. You do not specify the game over the movie. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm fucking around. All right. Yeah, that,
1: that makes sense. Okay. I need
0: the full exact name. Full oh. exact name for this. Name the main character in the Wolfenstein games.
2: Oh fuck. I never even played one. Wolfenstein. Oh my god. Spregensy dick. <laughs> Wolfenstein's amazing, dude. Oh, it's, it's great. I used, I used to play like Wolfenstein 3D like way mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, Return to California Wolfenstein, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I love that shit. What oh, what's his name though? Fuck. I can't I don't remember.
0: All right. It's William BJ Blaskovich. Mm. Yeah, no. BJ Blaskovich. <laughs>
1: okay. Man, amazing game. <laughs> All right. Four questions, four hints. Oh right, Steve? Yep. It's you. It's a me? It's a me. It's a me. It's a me. Amando. I'm gonna win. All right. <laughs> what? jedi master reportedly led the charge in creating the clone army of the republic
0: uh um uh Mace Windu? The, no it's um um fuck Ton we no it's, it's um fuck what's his name <laughs> it's not his fuck it's is not his name from my fucking wiener it's uh obi-wan shut says up. it. But shut up shut up it's uh
1: <laughs> michael jackson <laughs> he he, these
0: clones are. Um, a la una, a las dos. Ah, uh, sí. Si, uh rápido. uh I'm I don't. It's there. I just can't, I can't <laughs> say it. And the correct answer
1: is Master Saifo Diaz. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at
2: his face. <laughs> oh, All right, Bullshit, four, four clues. Are you ready? Yep. no pool digging
0: pool digging link is this a movie or a video game it's a movie okay pool digging link
2: wheezing the juice <laughs> what
0: the fuck oh it's um encino man that's right <laughs> yeah and cave, cave, caveman <laughs> was my last uh. See it, man. A hey, class, buddy! Class, class, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no Paulie Shore on this show. No Paulie Shore. Hey, buddy! Son-in-law is a great movie. Yeah. All right, Todd. Oh, it's back to me. Yeah. Last um, one. All right. Okay. Name the two warring factions in the 1990s animated show *Beast Wars*. Dinobots and
2: something cons. Fuck. <laughs> uh I, I don't know i never watched it so
0: that's yeah, my favorite dino
2: and receptacons Recept- is. Is no uh,
0: shout out to uh odd job versus 007 he's got a extensive collection
1: dino bots and
0: Dinobots is wrong by the way is it for beast yeah. wars Dinobot is a character in beast wars is it it's not the faction yeah
1: Fucking! I don't know. I thought it was Dinobots. The
0: no, is that it?
1: I'm gonna be pissed off because yeah, I used yeah. to
0: watch the show. Maximals all the time. and Predacons. Oh, that's what it was. Dinobot was a Predacon who defected to the Maximals. He's a Velociraptor. Maximals.
1: Fucking. Oh, I'm gonna get punished bad by Steve. I don't know. <laughs> fucking feel it.
0: So My money. turn. Yep. Yeah. I gotta get these last two to tie Steve. Let's go. All Stick right. Deep.
1: What is the unit number of Vader's Elite Storm? 5 of one Yes,
0: Todd Boy with Bader's 1, Vader's fifth Vader's Okay, I got to get Steve's. Mondo, throw the game. I got to get Steve's. That was my last
2: one. <laughs> I oh, know. you want me?
0: Okay, yeah, okay yeah, here we six, go. 14-15, baby. Come on, I can't watch the fucking another double dragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Mondo first? Sure. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, I, I can guess. wait if I get both of them I still is. It's yeah. a 60 second? Yeah. What? one? It's a 60-second 60 60 second Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, I'll try to do my best.
2: Throw me some text. Can you, <laughs> can you lean forward more, Steve? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right here.
1: Okay, you ready? Sir, yes, sir.
2: Oh, wait, I got the wrong one up. <laughs> what was the answer I, for that one, though? I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, all right, well... So, I got to put the camera on, too. All right. 60 seconds. Go. Is that an
1: MCU movie? No. DC movie? No. Uh, Is it 2000s? No. 2020s? No. 90s? Yes. Uh, Is it a action movie? Yes. Is it feature action stars like Arnold? Okay. Arnold? No. Sylvester Stallone? No. No. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes. Oh, is it uh, Universal Soldier? No. Is it uh Legionnaire? No. Is it uh, Time Cop? No. Good movie. Fuck, it is a great movie. Is it Double Impact? No. Fuck, is it uh, Kickboxer? No. Bloodsport? No. What the fuck? These are all the good ones. Uh shit. Um, I said Time Cop already. Uh, ah, is it the knot on his forehead <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my gosh! final final give, yes. me, give me this give legion me. i say legionnaire already
0: yeah i don't I know okay is it based is it based off a of video game no Ooh. is it quest
2: no no oh, we went through like every movie you were almost
0: there though todd it was Lionheart. Lionheart out of all of them? I thought I had it locked in. I'm like, if it's not Street Fighter, it's fucking Quest. <laughs> Damn it. Fucking Jean Claude.
1: Fucking Lionheart, dude. We went through every fucking like popular movie of his and it was Lionheart. That's when he wears like the is it where he's like in the desert fighting or is that Legionnaire? Quest oh Lionheart? Legion, yeah. I forgot which one Lionheart
2: was. So Lionheart is uh he's uh no he goes to like the city and he becomes like a street fighter and then goes into a tournament it's every fuck, every movie of his to try to get money for his daughter. Fucking Lionheart. Wow.
0: All right, let's do this. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Go. Seventies. Yes. Um action. Yes. Seventies action. Um I didn't expect to get that early. Seventies action. <laughs> is it uh, um, is it a boxing movie? Is it a sports movie? No. Is it a shooting shoot 'em up movie?
2: No.
0: No. Is it a cop movie? No. No. Is it? It's, it's not shoot 'em movie, It's not a war movie. It's not an action. It's not a sports movie. It's an action movie in the seventies. Um, what is, is it a Death Wish? No. Okay. Is it horror adjacent? No. All right. Action movie 70s. Is it mainstream?
2: Mm-hmm. So, so.
0: So, so mainstream. Um, was it based on like a existing IP? Is it Dick Tracy? That's no. not 70s no, that's, 70s. no, it's 90s. That's, oh, that's way off. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, n-
2: not, not an IP, no. Not based on
0: IP, 70s action.
2: And final guess
0: 70s action, not based on IP. Maybe I should look at Steve's letterbox real quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, taxi driver.
2: Wrong. Mondo, yeah. one
1: question. Famous actor. Yes. Is he
2: Dirty Harry? Wrong. Fuck. So I win, right? That's yeah. Fifteen to
0: fourteen is eleven. You so- almost got yeah, your your butthole fucking oh, yeah. perked on that John did. damn one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Street Fighter,
2: I was kind of toying with you there, Todd, because the answer is actually your fucking punishment movie. <laughs> oh both, my god, for both of you! Oh my god, what is it? It is 1970s Hercules in New York. No, <laughs> starring Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Oh my god, I know that movie is so fucking bad.
2: It is. A fucking sight to behold, <laughs> and it's There's on 2B. Oh, Gosh damn it! It have been Christmas in Connecticut. So close.
0: Yeah. So it was within my grasp.
2: Uh, what, what do you? Yeah, when you like didn't when you eliminated uh, Street Fighter, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get it. But I knew the quest was also out there. So I'm like, oh,
0: two yeah. fighting movies. Fuck Hercules and fucking New York. Let's and it,
2: it, if you can try to find the version where he, it's his actual voice because they did dub it at some point. But oh my god, is it on, here it is. Is it on Tubi? Yep. 1969. Yeah.
0: 1969. Oh, no, IMDb so put seventy, but yeah. So recount 1969. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: uh, all right. <sighs> Give me a quick second. I have to send a Let's Let's see. Let me now,
0: push Rope. place here. How, how uh, fast is Arnold coming in this movie?
2: Oh, he, he is the movie. Okay. The whole movie is based on it. <laughs> he plays. Oh, Rick, he?
1: I'm Arnold. I, I want to see the, the dub version because I'm pretty sure that one's pretty terrible to watch too.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it, it's so much better because he just, like, that's his first movie. So he doesn't know English super well yet. <laughs> Fucking Arnold. All right. So that's the one sorry.
1: So. <laughs> It sounds bad. It already sounds bad. I can't believe that shit, dude. Uh, That JCBD one, we were so fucking close. I know you were really close. I I don't know how everything.
2: You think everything he did, except for that fucking one in the night. Oh,
1: Lionheart! All right, sorry, I sent that out. I'm tired of
0: the
2: old phases. I want
0: to go home. I've been here for thousand years. All right. Well, yeah, you fucking get punished. Snooze
1: You Lose, 1970s Hercules in New York will be part of my What Watch in two weeks after this. I'm not
2: looking forward to this punishment, but it, it, Arnold. It's perfect. so the Running yeah. Man uh, episode. So you oh my Arnold God. Punishment. You know
1: what? I should have known that. I need to get into your head more, man. You pick, <laughs> you pick Running Man, so you, it's not uncommon for you to pick something pretty close and similar. I didn't to... pick Running Man. I thought you did. No, Todd did. Oh yeah, Todd did. Well, Arnold being there, you're tricky, so... Yeah. Anyways, as Steve uh, pets his his cat like Dr. Evil, uh, we're going to get into the review. And we, like we said in the beginning of the show, we're reviewing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This game was released on November 15, 2019 for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Uh, Recently uh, relaunched on PS5 and Xbox, two amazing fucking graphic updates. It was developed by Respawn Entertainment, published by EA, and directed by Stig Osmussen, which you may be familiar with his work on God of War. I believe he did three. I think he was pretty predominant in that production. Uh, it's a single-player linear three third-person action adventure game. And just to give you a little background on what it's about, it is set five years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, where you follow Jedi Padawan Cal Kestis, who's portrayed by Cameron uh, Monaghan. Monaghan. And the game follows Cal as he's lying low on Bracca, which is a salvaging planet. And he's salvaging ships from like the clone wars and stuff. Um, like I say, he's laying low, but then he's discovered to be a Jedi when some crazy shits happens. And that's kind of how I'm going to open up here. Um, this introductory, that music was fucking amazing. Um, when the game starts. Uh, this is just fucking cool. Um, but you see Cal interacting with his buddy, um you know salvaging their fucking ships you get the little tutorial like you do in most every game in the beginnings little tutorial how to run jump etc um but what gets cal discovered in this is his buddy and him are on part of a a ship that's being uh taken apart they go sliding off the wing his buddy falls basically to what would be his death there's an imperial probe droid nearby and it captures cal in the act of using the force to save his friend which the Imperial probe, probe droid, um, at the time, you know, sends the message to the inquisitors and say, Hey, there's a fucking force sensitive here. We're introduced to these inquisitors in this game, uh, which is the second sister and the ninth sister and chaos fucking ensues. That beginning opening scene was uh, so reminiscent on like games like, uh, uncharted, you know, like uncharted when you play the train scene, when you're escaping from it in the beginning, um, that's what I got the vibes out of here because you basically board a fucking train and you're trying to escape uh, being hunted by the Inquisitors. But uh, like I said, that's where I'm going to start off. What did you guys think about that, that crazy big set piece opening?
0: What, what, what took you so long to play this Mondo? being the big Um, star? So I, I think it
1: released pretty close to when the new consoles were announced or at least, that I, if I remember correctly, that was my thing. Was I think
0: uh, I played it in 2020s when I beat it. Was it? Yeah.
1: Um. I honestly, I wouldn't. I would have to travel back in time, dude. I honestly don't know what took me so long. I, I mean, I played it once before. This would have inevitably been my second playthrough if I had finished it all the way to the end. Um. I, it just took division two being one of the big reasons why I normally don't finish it. Um. But I just got really bad as like I've gotten older, like there's games that you're accustomed to playing all the time. And then there's new games that it just takes you a little time to kind of warm up to it. I know this game really does take you a little bit of time to warm up, at least for me, but it's fucking great. It's amazing that that opening, I always tell you guys, big set pieces are what gets me. And that huge set piece on the train fighting was fucking cool. What did you think Steve of that open? I fucking loved
2: it. I I thought it was really cool. It really put me into the star Wars like mood, you know, Uh, between that and watching Obi-Wan. It was just like a great, way to start the game and uh i was psyched man i was really happy to dive into this after that now, the
1: the xbox has the improvements too right the 60 frames per seconds and stuff i believe you could pick performance versus uh what's the other option
2: Is, was that a Is thing it, on xbox
0: maybe, I, I thought maybe that it's wasn't. a ps5 thing i think, I think, it, think you the, be, you they got have gold. that on the xbox too but i think it's isn't a it game specific
1: Um well I have the PS4 version and then they they, you could upgrade it to the PS5 enhancement, but I'm pretty sure they have that performance versus um like visual. So you can either get 60 frames per second with like basic 1080p 4K upgrade, or you can do the full 4K with 30 frames. Um so I played performance. I wanted that 60 frames per second because it's the fluidity of it. But um after you run away from the Inquisitor, you find Reva for the first time. I I was I don't know how you guys felt about the difficulty of this game because to me, I had to play it on fucking easy mode when I played it because I kept fucking dying because your life doesn't recharge, right? Unless you get the orbs or stuff that I think that fall after a while, but like early on in the game, your life doesn't recharge, and so I died on that first battle when I first played this game. Well, I was like, I gotta kill Reva, I gotta fucking destroy her. You can't do any fucking damage to her. Um, but yeah, I died a bunch of times. Um, escaping with Sarah June and Steve's favorite Grease uh, that was pretty cool their ship is pretty badass but uh, you go to you go to Bogano which is basically a planet where you're searching a Jedi temple for what is um, was it Eno Cardova is the name of the Jedi master who's basically is like an archaeologist slash Jedi master who is hidden a holocron uh, containing the names of force sensitive Jedi and the reason why Seer and Cal Kestis come across because she believes he could be key and vital to reestablish in the Jedi Order, which has just had its demise at the hands of Order 66. Um, so you go to Bogano, you go to the Jedi Temple, you have these really cool fucking like uh, interactions with holograms. BD-1 is introduced, who's the little droid. Fucking Disney knows how to make fucking robots that in turn will get kids to be like, I want that shit. Because I want a BD-1. I also want a Ned from the Obi-Wan series, the Ned droid that shielded the chick from dying. Like I want that too, because of droid BB-8. Uh, but yeah, this, this whole story is essentially a Cal dis- rediscovering himself as a Padawan, having flashbacks of Order 66, learning powers along the way, um, essentially trying to find all these artifacts to unlock the temple, to get this holocron that has the name of all these Jedi. So uh, Steve, this was the first playthrough for you, man. So Give me your, uh, your feelings and, and opinions on this game.
2: Yeah, so um, I really liked the way it looked. You know, it really felt like Star Wars, uh, particularly when you're fighting, um, you know, stormtroopers and stuff like that. I really loved using the powers to, you know, kill people and throw people off the ledge or, uh, you know, use your uh, lightsaber to deflect the blaster shots was always fuck that never got old throughout the whole fucking game like i I would purposely like run away from stormtroopers just so i could deflect their fucking blaster shots instead of just uh, swiping through them uh i even liked you know some of the mechanics like when uh it was sometimes you're moving you're like running up a wall and then you're you know, double jumping and then using a rope and then double jumping again and sliding down. And it was just, it felt like a fucking, you felt like a badass and you really felt like a Jedi. So gameplay was a lot of fun. And really one of the big reasons why I kept, uh, you know, playing until I finished it. Uh, the story, the graphics, the, you know, all that stuff, the characters, love them all. But what really hurts this game to me is the fucking traversal um navigation yeah navigation traversal so the map sucks ass in this it's bad it is so hard to figure out where the fuck you are uh you kind of just have to hope that you're going in the right direction and there is nothing more fucking frustrating (laughs) than missing a jump and somehow going into a lower part of the level and then sliding down somewhere super far and you have to make your way all the way fucking back to the front you know it's just so frustrating i never knew what the fuck i was going (laughs) cat is (laughs)
1: jumping everywhere
2: i i never knew where the fuck that uh i was supposed to go at times i'm like super lost by the end i kind of understood a little bit more how the map worked and stuff like that but it was just frustrating man and it made me not want to go back and find Easter eggs and find, you know, orbs or whatever that I missed because I don't want to have to navigate that map and try to figure out where I haven't been and stuff. And that's a shame because it's the type of game that would normally entice me to go back and find all those little details. But because of that game, I'm like, fuck that. But other than that, <laughs> I think pretty stellar game. So
1: safe to say you didn't get all the collectibles and hidden uh, artifacts no. and stuff. No, hell no. So I ran into that my first playthrough. I uh, I realized that every planet kind of gives you a breakdown on how many collectibles there are and how many you have left to get. And the only one that I had really left to do was Kashyyyk. And I was like, I'm not going back to fucking Kashyyyk and going from upper level to lower level and trying to figure out where this is at. Um, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Traversal is terrible. Um, the map does not help out to save your fucking life you have to do trial and error and there were some times that i was pretty upset especially on bogano there was times where i just could not find where to go and i was like fuck this shit but uh todd jump in give us some thoughts
0: i mirror everything that's been said um and also to add to the navigation there was times where i'm like i'm just not gonna fucking play this anymore because i was like i couldn't figure i couldn't figure it out and it was also hard to get advice online because it's kind of hard. sometimes it's hard to describe where you're actually at because there's like you got the maps that go from sub-level to blah blah you know they're like that was like i fucking hate this game but the mechanics of fighting are awesome and i really like the stormtrooper the stormtroopers dialogue when they're just like fucking around they don't know you're there yet yeah that, was, that was always really good it's satisfying to um grab a dude force him to you and then stab him that was always really yeah. fun yeah um, it was also a bummer too, like that. There's what, like five planets? I've and- uh,
1: got Bogano, Zepho Homeworld, kashik There's the brief Haxion Brood Arena where you're like a uh, gladiator status, uh, Dathomir, Elam, and then nor where the fortress Inquisitoris is.
0: Oh, there's that many. So, um, it seems like it was limited because you're constantly like, oh, we got to go back, back to forward. that other planet. Yeah, I'm like, ah so that was a big letdown that they didn't make it more linear it was like
2: avengers like you have all these places and you're always in utah (laughs) yeah
0: so that was besides what steve said and what you said about being incredibly frustrating trying to navigate to the planet um having a very limited thing and having to jump back from one to the other was kind of annoying too um but that ending Oh, my God. That ending was dope.
1: Hold on. Before we get to that ending, though, let me drop a few tidbits here that I have. Um, I agree with you with the navigation. Although those planets, even though it's a planet-hopping adventure and going back and forth does suck, let me tell you, that the artists work behind those planets like you feel Star Wars in it. Um, The score, the the, the lightsaber battle, the sound, just visually, it's beautiful. Um, But the one thing I wanted to ask you, Todd, is how did you feel when Jin... The rebellion saved the dream. How did you feel when he came on screen?
0: Nice <laughs> deception, nice. Poor good luck. Uh, I honestly did not replay the whole thing this time, I put yeah. it in for like 30 minutes. Um, fun fact I have 18 hours played on this game. Oh, shit, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, um, <laughs> fuck that, that character sucks. I love so it.
1: <laughs> He reprised his fucking role, dude. Uh, that was Forrest Whitaker as Saw Gerrera. While you're, mind you, not only did you scale that AT-AT, but you fucking get in it and you operate cool. it and you're shooting. And only for fucking Saw Gerrera would be like, Todd, what are you doing? Save the rebellion.
0: You know what's cool too? The little AT-ST where the pilot. Yeah, we well, fought out. him. Yeah. 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 So um, I
1: I dug that a lot when you are on the Zephyr planet and then you have to fight the ATST uh-huh. because because you really get that size variation. Like here you are with the lightsaber. And I was like, how am I going to fucking do this? I could deflect the bolt. I get that. But when it starts shooting the fucking rockets at you and you're able to get them and fucking chuck them back, like yeah. it, it made me feel like this is cool. I'm in a fucking Star Wars
0: game. You know, it was a really cool scene for me um, was early on when he's he's doing a salvage shit. And he finds a Jedi starfighter.
1: Oh yes, and I'm that like, was oh, so man. cool. Because
0: like you got to think about his emotional state right there, you know. And he's on the run. He's got he, that was really cool. I really like that scene.
1: I like when you go back to the Zephyr homeworld and you basically were tricked by the second sister, who we find out her real name is Trilla. Um, and BD One Trilla. saves Trilla.
0: her. Eh, Trilla. Eh, eh, eh. Eh.
1: <laughs> she saves you with that ray shield, and then she reveals herself. Like this whole time you were being told by uh was it Sarah I was I just said her name earlier uh anyways the chick who played Deborah Wilson plays from mad tv um uh, see her. how you find out that the second sister's her fucking apprentice and she reveals it she's like she failed me she left me behind she's gonna do the same to you it's only a matter of time like I can't say I didn't see it coming but the performances in this game were like you're watching a, a Disney plus series I thought it, it felt great um, I love the the scale, man. Every any game that has massive scale like this, you're gonna attract me. And I know the sliding and stuff was a little ridiculous in the game, especially like when you're in Kashyyyk and you're going down the trees. But that fight with the fucking ninth sister on Kashyyyk was so fucking cool Very because good. she's a big old fucking bitch. Just the, vo- the voice the voice kind of got,
0: threw me off first time we yeah, talked. I like, like, oh, a, hi, like a like you? a tight.
1: Ty- tyson voice on that big body <laughs> yeah.
0: i'm gonna get uh, you
1: you know the one fucking battle that bothered me was that big ass fucking bat on dathomir because at some point you fall off of it and you're like tumbling down there's like a quick time event and i must have fucked that thing up like 10 times uh because you know i'm slow uh but just it, every i can't stress enough the fucking scale and stuff of this game is great but uh, i have a few more but steve do you have anything you want to add before i dive into the rest of those
2: no, I liked all those elements you mentioned. Uh, as Kashyyyk was probably my favorite planet that we explored. The Wookiees, yeah, even though we've seen like Kashyyyk on in other games and stuff, it was still really cool to see just to destroy you know, ATATs and all that kind of stuff just in the woods, you know, integrated into the environment. Uh, I really liked all that stuff, and uh, yeah, I was never in a point of the game where I was stuck, you know, and that was good. Uh, none of the battles gave me trouble to the point where I was like, fuck this game. I'm not playing this anymore. It was really more the fucking navigation stuff that yeah. uh, bothered me. Yeah. Uh, one disappointment, though, is I was looking at the achievement list. And one of the achievements is uh, recruit all of the members to the, the ship. ship. So I- I'm thinking, oh, cool. We're going to meet a ton of people and recruit them. And by the time it's like the game's one over, person, it's one person, one pet. <laughs> yeah that's all you need that's all you get to recruit so i was just a little fox sense. thing and then Marin from death you can, do,
0: you can do the plants you, you plant your plants too yeah yeah the, what, what was your uh, final achievement score Ooh. oh no, fuck! i, I don't know i mine's trophies i I, to, I ended up with 410 it's good
2: i i didn't really hunt them so much i was just uh... It's like my new thing now, where I try to just play the game, and play the if, game. yeah, sometimes go like after the achievements if I really really like a game. Uh, let's see here. I got to pull mine up to Couldn't been that long ago. Star Wars: Fallen Order, four fifteen.
0: Give me my I'm, five freaking points. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm
2: trying to see what what it is that <laughs> uh, got me over the edge. Defeated three enemies using a single lightsaber throw. Was something I got recruited all the possible crew members from the to the mantis. That's one you You probably missed the pet, the fox thing. Uh, uh yeah. what
1: does the fox say? Beep, 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 beep. beep. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what uh gave us the big difference there. Yeah, I'll have to
1: look at mine because mine my, my PS4 ones aren't populating, it's just to the PS5. Um, but to get back towards the end of this thing, one of the coolest flashbacks that I liked was when Cal has the flashback of order 66 happening and he's this little Padawan and his fucking master fucking starts just killing these clone troopers. And it was just so fucking emotional to see him die at the end, you know, defending Cal and giving him his lightsaber. Um, even, even another great part was when Cal messes up his lightsaber and has to go to Ilum to rebuild it and to find his crystal. And then you finally build it and you Sarah June's lightsaber, your master Jor george to paul i think his name was you put them together you get your blade but then not only are you like whoa that's fucking cool i got a double-bladed lightsaber but you could also take them apart and use them as two which yeah we've seen it but just the way they did in this game was so it was where so do we cool. disagree
0: then in order 66
1: um I I I kinda, like seeing it. yeah so i kind of feel that with star wars particularly When Clone Wars became a thing, that's where a lot of our stories come from is Clone Wars. You got the Bad Batch animated shows, Clone Wars. You've got um, Star Wars Rebels dabbles in uh, Clone Wars. You got Obi Wan that dabbles in, like everything has a connection to the Clone Wars era specifically. Uh, This game is heavily, I mean, it's five years after Revenge of the Sith, but it has heavily to do with Order 66. So I kind of feel like Star Wars is at a comfort zone. Where any future story they tell somehow comes back to that. It's like if we, it's like if every modern warfare game went back to World War One only or World War Two only. It's like, hey, it's set in the so future. You, so you want them to break
0: out of the mold a little bit.
1: I kind of want them to branch out, and that's to which is
0: to what, what's of, his face is going to be, right? Um, Survivor. We doing the, what we do in the shadows. Director, his his movie coming up.
2: I take it away T D.
0: Yeah, he he says he's going to do something completely
1: new. And that's what I feel because there's so many stories you could tell, like the novels right now where they're out there doing The High Republic, which is set 300 years before episode one. And then you've got the book that I told you I'm going to pick up. It takes place. So as Luke and Lando trying to find uh, basically, you know, Lando in episode nine where he's on that planet and he alludes to how him and Luke went on an adventure, the book I bought is that adventure um so i just want them to branch away like i want to see galactic republic stuff like episode four and i think we're gonna get that with andor but i just kind of want star wars to kind of go away a little bit from the clone wars and dabble in something new and fresh um but going back to this game the flashbacks were really cool uh and like you said that fucking ending when you're fighting trilla and you finally defeat her and you're like cool the game's gonna be over it ain't over yet you hear that all too common fucking breathing of Darth Vader and he does his badass fucking drop from the top from the top rope and you have failed me second sister boom <laughs> that that ending was totes excite I honestly died on that one like three parts from jumping and trying to get away because I was so adrenaline was hit me hard but Fucking Vader! Did not see that coming in this game. Did you?
2: No, me neither. And I was so excited when he showed up at the end. was awesome. Did you want to fight him? Yeah, why not? You know, like (laughs) why not? But at the same time, it's like, oh, that's going to be a tough boss. You know, it's like it's like yes, I want to fight him, but no, I I kind of want to finish this game already. You know,
0: what if they threw a twist at you where you get to fight him and you fucking die? That's the game. Would you guys enjoy that? I wouldn't because I I would actually. I I liked the
1: story and what it was. And I felt like I wanted more of Cameron's performance as Cal Kestis. I wanted more of that character because eventually when you get to the end and you escape Vader and then he's they're on this uh, stinger mantis and they're like, "Okay, let's go find these Jedi kids. And he's like, no, like, let the force decide, let them decide on their own to destroy it. I like that idea because obviously we know the Jedi aren't Luke tries to do it right. and He fucking fails miserably. Uh, but I want to see where Cal Kestis stories goes because Cal Kestis and this game take place in the very exact same timeline as Obi-Wan. And one of the things I thought was maybe we'll get a Cal Kestis cameo in Obi-Wan because we're talking about the path Jedi, you know, going out to different regions of the world to be protected. Perfect mesh combination, right? Uh, But it didn't happen. Um, And the rumor I alluded to earlier was that we're getting a Disney plus show with Cal Kestis with the mocap actor reprising his role in live action. So it'd be cool to see where that goes, because if it takes, we have the sequel coming out to this game, Jedi, it's called Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, Again, there's hints of a clone in this fucking game because you see the uh, the clone back to tank. But I'm just curious what becomes of it because I think he's such a good, strong character. I just hope they give him a good, pretty good story in this live action and sequel game but I love this game. It, w- it was cool. It was great. Visually beautiful story was really good. I love the Zepho. The Zephyr have never before, to my knowledge, have ever been mentioned in Star Wars. They were a whole new thing. I think we got just enough of the Zephyr, and I want more. I want to know what happened with these because they haven't been mentioned elsewhere in Star Wars um, at this time at least. So what are you guys' closing thoughts on, on this
2: game?
0: I closing thoughts are the same as my overall thoughts, man. It, it's got some great set pieces. It's got some great acting. Fights are great, but the navigation is so bad at times, um, which is, you know, I'm excited for a sequel because I think they'll the vast majority hated navigation. That was like the biggest oh, yeah. thing I ever saw. So you got to hope the developers saw that, read it, whatever, and that they adjust it. Give us a little bit more scope. Give give us bigger stuff. Let's not hop from planet to planet as far as this game goes very solid love the fighting hated the navigation so there's a love hate going on here steve yeah and
2: i feel the exact same way you know if they can have like fucking points where you could you know forward to or fly to so you don't have to fucking cross the entire map again if you want to do something uh i i think every one of my friends who played this game before i did all told me the same thing great game fucking navigation is awful And that's actually the reason why I held off so long on playing it. I just didn't want to deal with it. And, you know, I I was, it was on my list though. I didn't want to play it at some point. So I'm happy that it was picked, but everyone was right. The navigation is fucking terrible and it really hurts the game, but still, still a really good game. And I enjoyed playing it. I think if this game took a little bit more of a linear approach, um,
1: like Last of Us, like Uncharted, um, I love the, I love the planet traversing but the navigation destroys that ideal, you know, and the back and forth. Hey, I went to Kashyyyk. Where's Tarful at? Well, I don't know where Tarful's at. I got to go back here um, and then find out, okay, Tarful's back there. Now I got to go back to Kashyyyk. Like that, that was a little tedious. I do love the fucking characters, the enemies that you fight from basic stormtroopers to scout troopers with their shock batons to the dark troopers that were like your, your uh, like, they gave you a good fight. Um, even the, you uh, k2so droids basically that were in there they were pretty fucking cool too so the enemy variety was great um some of those uh the night brothers were kind of annoying when they shot you from far distance uh that sucked and then those fucking ones that chase you were pretty intolerable at times but i liked it from beginning to end i love the scale of it i love the sound the fucking lightsabers um even like the little cameo like easter egg drops like in dathomir they're like oh we blame you for all our people being massacred by the hands of General Grievous. Simple things like that make nerds like me, pretty much, uh, as, as one of my good friends told me, uh, moister than an oyster. Uh, so uh, it's really good. And even the guy, the Dark Jedi that you fought, the voice actor for him, he's the guy who does JD in Gears of War 4. Same voice actor, he plays Spartacus. Um, after the original actor passed away, he took up the mantle. Liam McIntyre, uh, I believe you know was? That. Yeah, he's the voice awesome. of the Dark Jedi in the game. So, overall, great performances. I love the addition to the lore. I love the game, and glad you guys played it. I'm sorry for the navigation. Nothing I could do to change it. Hopefully, the sequel does. Uh, but for me, uh, great game. I love Star Wars, and for that reason alone, I give this a four and a half out of five.
2: I give it a four out of five. Not great too game. Bad. I still really enjoyed it. I really did. It's uh, if the navigation was better. Holy shit, this could have been like a contender for five, but it, you can't look past it. It's it's in your face it's the bad. whole fucking yeah. game. So, oh yeah. Four out of five.
0: I'm slightly lower at a 3.75 out of five. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we already mentioned the positives and negatives. So, 3.75 out of five, but I'm looking forward to the sequel 100%. That looks good.
1: Yeah. no more ponchos please no more ponchos
0: <laughs>
2: why is it all ponchos like <laughs> i don't know I, it's so like... i kept the, the original outfit just because i didn't want to wear a fucking poncho, poncho. Yeah. But i was also curious so what color lightsaber did you guys use throughout this um i think i used blue to be honest with you on this one. i think i went to yellow at one point and i went orange piss piss yellow okay it just felt like His would be orange for some reason. so his hair? Because his his hair hair. is orange? (laughs) You know how gingers are. (laughs) Gingers. Yeah, fun
1: fact. If you do the new game plus, you unlock uh, the Inquisitor Cal that you see in one of the flashbacks. You unlock that outfit and the the ability to use a red lightsaber throughout the game as well. So, um, but I used the stock one, the blue one, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, But looking forward to the sequels, like you guys said, that sequel, I mean, we just got a teaser trailer, but I imagine we'll get more in September with all the information they're going to drop. Um, But until then, I mean, there's a ton more fucking games. And as a matter of fact, we have
2: our new game that is going to be announced by Mr. Stiff. Yes, I'm very excited. So this is not the game I had in mind uh, when we recorded last time uh, for various reasons. So that'll probably be pushed to my next game. But for this one, let's take it easy a little bit. Please. Please. Um, it's one that doesn't have an ending, so there's no you know ending to rush for, or you know, it's a time constraints and stuff. All I ask from you guys is you play a few hours, and that'll be it. And that is the brand new to all consoles and PC game, uh, Fall Guys Free for All. So, Fall Guys, I've talked about it in the past. I have put easily over 100 hours into this, so has my wife, and Fall Guys, yeah, oh, yeah, on PlayStation. Uh, oh my god! Already on Xbox, I'm probably close to ten hours. I play almost every day, a few hours a day. I play at my lunchtime to get the challenges. I I love this game, man. I played with my friends for the first time because I uh, didn't have that feature before, and whew, great time. So I can't wait. I'm gonna to be I'm gonna be thoughts. chasing cosmetics on this fucking game. I, yeah, I know win. Have... Uh, I've won three times so far, so not often.
0: Ooh, okay, It makes my one victory feel <laughs> a little better. Yeah, now it's there's no, still tough to win. There's it's no so frustrating sometimes. Yeah, I know.
1: Would yeah. we be able to be on the same party or the same server?
2: We can play on the same team, uh, but there would be a random with us because it's a four-player team. How do you play as teams? Uh, it's squad. You can add people to your squad up to four people. So, but if like three of the four are dead, it's, it's not. Th- it's uh, you have to play squad games, which is uh-huh. a team teams of four. Okay. So it it plays like if it's a race, it's each time you you go through, it gives you a certain amount of points, it's the top like five teams that
0: uh, got it. advance stuff like that. So we, we played solos. Yeah. So we what... can't
2: do uh, solos, but in the same server, same. I don't think so because then if someone dies in round one, do you, you really want to watch your friend for fucking five rounds if he makes yeah, it I
1: want, hard. To, I want to talk shit the whole time because we'd yeah. probably be on a private chat. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm so. looking forward to team up so that, that'd that be fun to play yeah yep. I, i'm I've been, down I've, dude. Been, I've been playing it's fun
1: if we could find i know this week for me um after thursday i'm taking vacation for a week so Ooh. i mean yeah i know i haven't taken a vacation in a long time i need to um but i'm down to i mean i know i still want to play zombie army 4 that dlc i don't know if you played it yet steve but i want to play that uh definitely turtles so for those of you who listen discord let us know when it's best time for you guys um, because turtles is fucking great but fall guys would be fun to play in teams and we got three we may need a fourth so who's our fourth man so i'm looking forward to it i like i like some of the cosmetics on there i'm a cosmetic four oh,
2: yeah, i'm, I'm Ezio, so i'm so happy oh assassin's creed yeah i love it i have an Ezio costume Ezio backplate and my uh title is house of auditory so oh shit look at this guy Whoa. fucking love it he went balls deep on this mm. it's a
0: good time <laughs> he went like so like the old e-
1: man in X. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh two weeks from now, running man. Yes,
1: two weeks from now, running man with Arnold on the perfect role. Ar- only Ar- in a rerun. Arnold baby. and
0: Hercul- Hercules, in New York. Hercules oh in my New God. York. I can't wait Definitely. to hear you. Uh, one of
2: my favorite fucking moments in film history is in that movie. <laughs> on the outside of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I actually put it in the chat recently. Because you I, did, yeah. I, I told the people on our live stream, um, not our live stream, our hangout after you left Mondo what I was going to pick, and they were super you down bastard. for it. So you I, I, I teased it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's awful. It's all. It's fucking awful. But it's oh gosh. It's hilarious how awful it is. Well,
1: I will own up to my punishment because I was the last place loser. So two weeks from now, Running Man, Hercules in New York and yeah a start of a whole new trivia
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so guys got anything else before we sign out no that's sign it out all right star wars fall in order is a great game definitely play it um looking forward to hear what you guys have to say feel free to share your thoughts on the discord twitter um wherever you can find us we're pretty well everyone with the exception of todd uh we're pretty much uh out there so hit us up let us know what you think and until next time later all right
0: I... Uh... it
2: down there let me be the judge of that i'm tired of the same old faces the same old things. like it down there let me be the judge of that i am tired of the same old faces the same old things